Welcome, 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 welcome back to my podcast, 24th podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, more coverage of the NFL draft in 2020, both the second and the third rounds, and the reason why I'm playing Godzilla is that I'm probably going to be saying more words than Eminem said in the entire freaking song in Godzilla over the next couple of hours. got a lot to talk about today um look pop pause for like a couple seconds um i deal with um passings and death and things of that nature um completely different than other people um my my great aunt she passed this january it was the uh it was the same and i and i talk about this all the time not all the time, but like every once in a while on the podcast, um, my I lost my great aunt uh, in January. I lost my grandmother a couple of years ago, and those were the first real, you know, losses that I've had in my life. And um, I, I in, in some cases, it like I I dealt with those losses better than others. Like my great aunt, and and by like better, I, like it, it's it's like. It's hard to explain that type of stuff. It's hard to explain a passing. And um, I'm, I'm very, very weird and specific sometimes about passings. And I don't really necessarily know how to deal with it in some cases. In other cases, I deal with it perfectly. And, you know, I, I knew that um, Dak Prescott's brother had passed late last night, literally right after I got off of yesterday's podcast. And I was kind of trying to deal with it respectfully because I didn't want to um want to be fake or like I, I thought maybe I shouldn't cover it maybe I shouldn't talk about it because um I didn't want to be like oh you know I, I like I don't know Dak Prescott I he, he's just he's he's my quarterback on my football team I don't know him personally um but I didn't want to be like oh man you know like I didn't want to be fake essentially um I wanted to be genuine uh my thoughts and condolences and you know, just all that stuff. It goes out to Dak Prescott and his family. Um, it, it sucks. I've never lost a brother. I don't have a brother. I have a sister. I don't know what I would do if I lost her. So I can only imagine where um, where Dak Prescott is mentally um, because he lost his brother um, yesterday. Um, I don't know the details, to be honest with you. Um, I don't, I don't think, I don't think after this moment, I'll talk about it because I don't necessarily like, again, I'm, I'm not a family member or friend of the Prescott's or whatever. So I, I want to be respectful in that sense. And I don't want to like, I don't want to cover it. I don't want to cover it because I don't want to be disrespectful. Um, but kind of moving off of that somber note. Hopefully the uh, the entirety, not just Dak, but the entirety of the uh, the Prescott family is doing fine and okay. Or hopefully they will. I know that he just passed last night and they're obviously still in mourning. But, you know, um, hopefully everybody is uh, um, can can deal with this uh, the proper way and, and, and move on and be healthy and safe and all that stuff. Because, you know, there's still 
a pandemic and things of that nature going on. I hope everybody's safe is what I'm trying to say. Um, so moving on from uh, from that somber note, a lot of stuff to talk about on the podcast today. Second, third rounds of the NFL draft are coming up sharply. Turn on Eminem one more time. Anyways, a lot of stuff is going to happen uh, this podcast. I don't know if I'll cover what happened last night. If you want to figure out what happened last night, I suggest you watch uh, the entirety of yesterday's podcast because it was fantastic. It was great. Probably one of my best podcasts I've ever had. And there was a lot of mistakes and things that I want to change about that podcast, but that's okay. Anyways, um, on top of on top of that, on top of the first round that happened last night, which I may or may not cover, I may cover what happened in the draft on Monday. I may take off Sunday. We'll see. But second round and third round coming up very, very shortly. Potentially some stuff about the first round. I already saw some draft picks coming up. We'll get to everything and much, much more coming up. Ladies and gentlemen, on 24's podcast. Goodness gracious, man, Eminem. He's one of my favorite rappers. I, I I can't like I can't not start one of my podcasts without Eminem. Hold on. Let me get my lighter. Ah, it just fell down. Where is my remote? Oh, it's right See, <laughs> it's, it's in my lazy boy. It's literally right next to me. So because of my uh my my inability to stay off of the internet, because of my inability to not uh be active on social media, Twitter, YouTube, stuff like that. Uh, I already saw T. Higgins got drafted by the Bengals, Michael Pittman to the Cardinals, and I couldn't remember who drafted, not to the Cardinals, to the Colts, and um, who else did they draft? Who else got drafted? DeAndre Swift. I don't know who he got drafted to, but those three guys that got drafted, I don't, it may be one-to-one, it may be like how I just said it, but I don't, it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not far off from from exactly that. Um, I'm a little bit behind, and by a little bit behind, I'm an hour behind the live broadcast, so I will fast forward and stuff like that through it, um, through this broadcast, because I know for a fact the draft is going to go longer than planned. So, let's get started with uh, with the NFL draft. Great job uh, by the Dallas Cowboys getting C.D. Lamb, by the way. I, I, I spazzed out all yesterday. All today, I was just like freaking looking for people talking about the draft because looking specifically about uh, Dak Prescott and company uh, getting getting C.D. Lamb. Oh, my God. What an absolute steal at number 17. They didn't move up. They didn't have to do anything. They just sat there and waited, waited for C.D. Lamb to follow them. And I got some, I got some stuff that I'll probably talk about on Monday. So stick around. Stick around. You know, settle in. Just settle in. Just... You know, get a cold beverage. I got two water bottles today. I didn't drink a lot of fluid. Don't worry. I mean, I had, I had to piss like three or four times in like three hours. It was ridiculous. Maybe four times. It's like, what is wrong with me? I drank way too much. As a matter of fact, I still feel, I, I'm starting to feel like I got to go again. But the draft is going to be fantastic. Now, for the second round, I kind of mocked 
some drafts, but definitely it wasn't. I, I didn't mock the second round as much as I did mock drafts for the uh, the first round. So the second round is kind of going to catch me off guard just a little bit. And I feel like this round, you'll see a lot of the fuck-ups uh, that I kind of thought I would see with the first round. And I did see some fuck-ups. I did, how many teams that I had that, in my opinion, I was like, I don't, I don't like some of the picks that they got. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got seven teams. You fucked up. 25 other teams, I'm like, I like those picks. Now, I've, and there are some other picks that I'm, maybe not 25 other teams, but 20 plus teams that I'm like, I like your picks. There's some teams that I'm like lukewarm about and I'm like, eh, they're okay. They're not like, it's not like I like them. It's not that I don't like them. It's like, eh, all right, you know, but we'll talk about some of those picks probably later on um, in the podcast. Let me go ahead and fast forward through the introduction here. All right, cut off Roger Goodell. Did not watch the entire on-screen live, not the live action, what's it called, the the voiceover, I don't know what the frick it's called. They are they are already putting up freaking um, billboards of Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Overall number one pick, Joe Burrow, national champion to the Bengals. They got the, uh, the G-U-A-U-X, the Go or the Goo, I don't know how they say it in Louisiana, the Go Bengals. To bring in that LSU swag to Cincinnati. So the Bengals are on the clock. Now, you've got a lot of picks here if you want them. If you're the Bengals, you can get probably Josh Jones. You, We know, I know for a fact that, you, that they're going to get T. Higgins. But they can get a lot of other players here as well. They could have gotten a lot of other players. They could have gotten the Houston offensive tackle, again, Josh Jones. They still could have gotten a defensive player. They could have gotten a safety. It seems like they really want to help out Joe Burrow. Make sure. Who's that? Who's that? I don't know who that is. It looks like that's Xavier McKinney. Who is that? I don't know. It looks like a Clemson DB. I don't know. Anyways, um, they're showing me some uh, some player. I don't know who that is. I'm like, is that Xavier McKinney? I don't. I, I mean, they're in orange. So, I'm like, it must be the Cleveland Bengals. Oh, oh, that's T. Higgins. Okay. I'm like, they had a claw print. I don't know what T. Higgins look like. looks like. Excuse me. So, they will get T. Higgins. They could have gotten Josh Jones. They could have gotten Pittman Jr. This is essentially to help out Joe Burrow and say, hey, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're trying out here. We're going to get you an offensive lineman. We're going to get you some help here. We're going to make sure that uh, coming off of the um, the Heisman Trophy season, the you know the the best season that probably a college athlete has ever had. Maybe you know maybe I'm like I'm trying to think of other college athletes. I'm like I don't think so. Being that being that like winning of a franchise in LSU, winning all of your games, winning the Heisman, winning the national championship. I'm like I don't know if a player has had and, and it's all because of pretty much Joe Burrow. I don't know if there has been another player like it. You could probably have some running backs in the 90s, but I'm not that like on on the up and up on college football, so I don't really have that strong of an opinion on that. So Joe Burrow, he's going to get T. Higgins. He also, I, I also would have said a running back like DeAndre Swift, for example, but at the same token, I was like, wait a second, you could also pick up, um, not even pick up, but you don't, you may not necessarily need a running back because Joe Mixon has uh, 
not Joe Mixon. Oh my God, Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. They already had Joe Mixon, who I think is like a is pretty much a pretty consistent thousand yard rusher. Yep, 1,168 yards, 1,137 yards. He's, his production has gone down a little bit from 4.9 yards a carry to 4.1 yards a carry, but he's still a pretty decent running back. Yeah, I mean, his production overall in the run game has just gone down. Three, He has three less touchdowns, um, like 30 less yards, but his yards per carry has gone down, and that's the most important thing. So, yes, T. Higgins. Um, it's taken a while, but they will get T Higgins <clears throat> out of Clemson and the Bengals will pretty much have a number one option for Frank I'm I'm getting tongue tied I'm like who's I'm like who's <laughs> Joe Burrow sorry so yes T Higgins he's going to be a great fit for them we'll see we'll see 50-50 ball guy guy that can go down the football field and freaking just pull it out of the sky like a bald eagle. Here we go. Colts are... They, they they did not waste any time with their selection. They were like, oh, wait. As soon as the Bengals, they sent their pick in. The Colts. Who did they get? Yep. The Colts got Pittman. I was like, did they seriously get Pittman? So now, you've essentially, if you're the Indianapolis Colts, built the wide receiving core in that division. You have T.Y. Hilton at number one. You have Michael Pittman Jr. at number two. And you probably have Paris Campbell as your um, as your slot guy slash burner at number three. You have Marlon Mack as your running back. You have a great offensive line. You have one of the best offensive lines in the league. And most importantly, you're going to have a Hall of Famer in Phillip Rivers at quarterback uh, in... <clears throat> Um, not in this draft, excuse me, but um, but uh, coaching up these guys as well. So this is going to be a great. That's a great fit for the um, for the Indianapolis Colts. My only question is, I think they have two twos, two second round draft picks. So Jalen Hurts is going to be there as well. I think Jalen Hurts could potentially be drafted by that ball club. I would be very surprised if he actually isn't, because I'm like he's there, he's. Like he's he's going to be a good fit for you because he may be a year or two out, and you may be able to get him, put him behind Philip Rivers, and then be able to be like, oh, okay, like you know, um, come in a year or two. I'm kind of looking at how much fast forward I got. I got like 40 minutes left. You can say, hey, we're gonna make sure that you come in a year or two after Philip Rivers, um, after we got Philip Rivers, and we'll just be fine. Detroit is now on the clock. I'm I'm fast forwarding through the draft a little bit. Specifically through the parts that I know. I think the Lions are going to get DeAndre Swift. Which they don't have a running back. So taking the best back in the league. Okay. Taking the best back in the league in DeAndre Swift. Pairing him up with uh, Stafford and and Kenny Galladay. Um, and probably Danny Amendola and maybe a tight end. I don't know who it is. Let me pause it. Oh, yeah, and you got TJ Hawkinson as well, your first-round draft pick two years ago, technically. They dra- No, a year ago in 2019. So the Detroit Lions, they're going to get, I think, DeAndre Swift, and they're going to be like, oh, wait, we got, our, we got our corner, we got our run game, we got our quarterback, we got our, um, our, our, uh, our wide receiver and our tight end. Probably we need to help out the offensive line just a little bit more, but now your offense is starting to come together. 
Let's see what happens. Yep. So those were the those were the picks that I saw before the draft got started. I saw that New York was on the clock, and I thought to myself, I'm like, wait a second. Uh, I just saw three, three of the first uh, second-round draft picks. My bad. But I pretty much called them out verbatim. Um, if you, like hindsight 2020, I would not have thought that that was the way that they were going to go. I would not have thought, based upon other people's evaluation, not my own, because like I'm not drafting these dudes, it's other teams that are. I would have thought that they would have gone another direction. If you asked me about the Colts, I thought that they would have gone for Denzel Mims or somebody else, but it looks like they did their a, a, a great job at evaluating. Keep in mind, Den, not Denzel, Michael Pittman Jr., was a third, late third, fourth round pick three to four weeks ago. Now he's pretty much a first rounder. So, just just wanted to like give you that insight of how fast someone's stock can go up and down. So, Matt Patricia is smiling because he got himself a, run, a running back now. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what they do with uh, with DeAndre Swift. But yes, he out of Georgia. He's going to Detroit like a Cuda. Detroit, they got they're getting some good players. They're getting they're, like their draft. I will say this has gone surprisingly well for a team with so much needs. I I love how Detroit kind of like <laughs> pulled an okie doke here. Where they were like, you know, what? we're we're open for business. We're open for trading people. We're o-, and nobody. I, I read an article today about how Detroit was like, we're open for business. We're open for people trading and blah, 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 blah. And I love, I love, love, love that nobody offered them a deal and that they didn't take it. I'm like, shut your freaking mouth. Get a CUDA. Get Swift. Shut it. Don't, don't take anyone else. Don't, don't take any deals. Don't, don't be cute. Do the smart thing. Get a CUDA. Get somebody high in the second round. And maybe... DeAndre Swift was their best player available. Maybe he wasn't, but for right now, that's who they got. I like the pick. I like the fit. They don't got a running back. They don't. They barely had a corner. If I'm like, they barely had a corner. I don't even know if they had a corner. But now, Detroit, pretty great first and second round. Giants, they're on deck. The pick is in. Let me let me try. I think the Giants will also go wide receiver. Denzel Mims is here. Cole commit the tight end. He's here if you want him. Like, there's definitely people here if you want if you want him as the Giants. You can also get Josh Jones as well. But we'll see. Don't need a running back. Or hold on, hold on, pause, pause. pause. Shut, shut up, Goodell. Shut up, shut up, shut up. I want to say this before? One of the safeties that have fallen. Remember how Xavier McKinney, Grant Delpit. All those guys, they fell. You, you lost Landon Collins last year, or technically two years ago. Yeah, last year. You lost him last year. Two safeties have fallen. Three, Antoine Winfield, Xavier McKinney, Grant Delpit, all first-round draft picks pretty much. By first-round draft picks, I mean they had the potential to become first-round draft picks, right? 
Like, they genuinely deserve to be drafted in the first round. And sometimes there's less players that deserve to be drafted in, in the first round because they don't have first-round dra- uh, draft grades, excuse me. Other times, it's the other way around where you have an excess, where you have way too many prospects that are great players coming out of college, and it's like, you know, a, 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 um, a, 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 a an excess of riches. I think that's the term, right? So it's like people are going to fall in the second round when in reality they should be first-rounders. Here's Roger Goodell with the pick. Let's see who who the Giants get. Who? Boom. Right there. I was like, wait a second. Xavier McKinney, Grant Delpit, all these dudes that fell out of the first round. Guess what? Guess who they just drafted? Xavier McKinney out of Alabama. I'm like, wait a second. They they have a lot of they have a lot of picks there that you would expect, right? The second rounders as well. But then I'm like, Christian Fulton, Xavier McKinney. Xavier McKinney may be the best player on that board. When I like, he should have been a first, a mid first round draft pick, ladies and gentlemen, a mid first round draft pick. And instead of getting him at mid first round, guess where they got him? Second round, thirty sixth pick, New England. It's going fast, ladies and gentlemen. It is going very fast. New England, they're on deck because they traded back into the second round. I think they swapped with another team. I I don't know who they swapped with. But New England, they got, I don't know why they're showing, like Bill, I'm like, I don't know why they have two cameras for the Patriots. Patriots only have one GM, Bill Belichick, and the head coach, Bill Belichick. Patriots just got Kyle Duggar. He is a second-round draft pick. But um, they're going athletic. They're like, we will we will take Kyle Duggar um, out of Lenore Wine University. Absolute beast only um, uh, as, as an athlete. But when you look at Kyle Duggar, he is just potential. A wealth of potential. Unfortunately, he played out of at a college that's not very like it's, it's it's not that big of a college. It's Lenore Rhine. But however, his athleticism, his speed, his strength, that's undeniable. Matt Rule, the Panthers, the pick is in. And um I know we're going very, very fast here. It's it's how this this specific day is designed. Like Roger Goodell's about to read off the draft pick. However, a lot of these picks that you're seeing right now. Um, they are, they're essentially guys that probably could have been in the first round taken in the second round. And that's the point that I'm going to try and make, uh, who, uh, what, what's going on with the Panthers? Panthers are probably going to pick a safety here. Let's see who they get. Yeter gross matos. My bad. Again, another first rounder that fell. To the second round. I was like, they're probably going to get a safety here. But Yeeter, he was still there. A.J. Epinesa. Yeeter was a first-round draft pick. A.J. Epinesa was also a first-round draft pick as well. These two guys um, are are exactly the definition of a first-round draft pick. The excess of riches that I was talking about earlier. He was a guy, should have been taken, first-round, second-round draft pick. That's going to light a fire under his ass. I think there are certain success rates with first round draft picks and how it's like, you know, certain, like a certain, like it's apparently out of all the rounds in the, in the NFL, the round with the most success is the second round. And that's specifically because dudes 
who are first round draft picks get drafted in the second round and that inspires them to just freaking gun it and just tap into even more potential that they never even knew they had because they were underestimated and they got betted um, against. So yes, I think that um, <clears throat> I think that um, I think that some of these guys like Yeter and Xavier Xavier McKinney to the Giants and those guys like they're gonna turn it up. Grant Delpit, looking at him, Miami. By the way, their pick is in. Their pick is right now. Miami just traded away Minka for a first rounder. They could get Grant Delpit here. Going over Miami's draft, Tua, Austin Jackson, offensive tackle out of USC. Noah, cannot say his second name, his last name, um, but he's a corner out of Auburn. So Miami, they could get AJ Epinesa if they like edge rush, if they want an edge rusher. They could get a safety here in Grant Delpit or Antoine Winfield Jr. If Antoine Winfield Jr., and I read an article about the Dallas Cowboys trying to move up in the second round to get a player that they like, if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, I'm going to try and leverage a pick, not a pick, but picks in general, to have two second rounders and try and double dip at corner or another position. Here's Roger Goodell. Who are they getting? They're going to... They're going to go offensive line again. They're going to get Robert Hunt, tackle out of Louisiana. Did not see that coming. I did not see that coming at all whatsoever. So he's not from LSU. He's from Louisiana. Like Louisiana as in, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Louisiana State? Louisiana? I don't know. I don't know know where, where he went to school. But Miami seems to once again be going for that offensive line, help out to attack. I really, really like what... Okay, so he's from the Raging Cajuns, Louisiana. I don't know where he's from, the the school that he's from. But they're going to get him to, again, help out that offensive line. I mean, the offensive line of Miami, one of the worst offenses in the league, like Lois in yards, um, on the ground, Lois in rushing touchdowns, Lois in pretty much every statistical category where you would expect the offensive line to come into play. They stunk last year. They just got pretty much a first-rounder and a second-rounder in this draft, and they also got a corner, and they got Tua. So whenever Tua plays, this year, next year, whenever, uh, Tua's going to have a really, really nice offensive line, hopefully, if they've done their job right. Houston is on the clock here. Their pick is now in. Uh, Houston, Houston, get, like, they have so many issues but Denzel Mims, I mean, they've quote-unquote addressed their need at receiver. Denzel Mims is here. If you want him, uh, you could get him here. Robert Hunt, guard out of LSU, that's who he is. Apparently, he can also play tackle. So now you've had some guys on the inside and on the outside. We'll see. But um, Texans, Houston, who, who do they... who? Who do they want? Who do they need? Brian Flores dapping up his son. Love that. He's grinning from ear to ear. He's Dolphins are having a pretty solid draft, man. They're having a really, really nice draft. Houston is on deck. They need a safety, potentially. They need a safety. They could go delp it. They need a wide receiver. They also need a tight end. They need every single offensive piece they got. Who do they... 
They're going to get a defensive tackle slash defensive end, Ross Blacklock. Why not? I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, they need, they need an, they need a lot of offensive pieces. I guess Bill O'Brien is like, eh, let's go defensive end. Ross Blacklock out of TCU. He's a, he's a quote unquote flex guy. He's a quote unquote flex guy. Um, he's a quote unquote defensive tackle. He's a defensive end. He is a defensive end. Uh, you can put him. I guess you could flex him a little bit, but he he right now is going to be a defensive end. He's the dude that's going to essentially maybe replace Jadavian Clowney. Probably also, if I'm honest with you. Um, also, I think the Texans they didn't sign DJ Reader as well. And Ross Blacklock's dad was a Harlem Globetrotter, so they so they have him instead of spinning footballs, spinning basketballs, like he's a Harlem Globetrotter. Like, all right. But yes, Ross Blacklock out of TCU. You can put him in the three or the five technique. So he plays he plays in a three four or four three. He's a run stopper. He is also a pass rusher. As well, they're showing him at defensive tackle, but he's a big boy. He's probably going to be a D end. It would be weird to me to see him because I'm just I'm watching some of these offensive line, <laughs> these linemen that are going up against him. I'm like, uh, they aren't very good. <laughs> I'm like, they're just they're not like they don't know what they look like. They are lost, you know, like that. <laughs> they, they look like they're like, what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to go inside? Are we supposed to go outside? Are we like what? What exactly are we supposed to do? Colts are on deck now. This could be the Jalen Hurts pick. I, I I wouldn't expect it to be if I'm honest with you because the Colts are the Colts. We'll see. Who are they going to get? Jonathan Taylor. Corner. Or running back? They had Marlon Mack, who didn't have a... Who did, what, were, what were his numbers? Marlon Mack. Didn't he have a really, really good season? Yeah, he had 1,000 yards. He was 4.8 rushes per carry. Eight touchdowns. Like, he was decent. He's only gotten better. Like, in the last three years. Maybe they're like, okay, best player available... Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. I actually, by the way, let me talk about Jonathan Taylor. Really, really like Jonathan Taylor a lot. For me, it was Jonathan, not Jonathan, excuse me, DeAndre Swift, then Jonathan Taylor. Again, excess of riches. This would have probably, this guy probably would have been a first round draft pick. So he goes in the second round to the Colts. Probably a steal. Nope, definitely a steal. Because he 1,000% should have been a first rounder. And the Colts, if you remember, they traded their first rounder for for DeForest, excuse me, Buckner. And they just got Michael Pittman Jr. And they got, uh, not John, uh, I was about to say J.K. Dobbins, uh, Jonathan Taylor. I always get Jonathan Taylor and J.K. Dobbins mixed up so many times. It's, it's, It's embarrassing. But yes. Um, that's a great pick for the Colts. Because really, they aren't really needing anything. But at the same token, it's a real head-scratcher because I really, really like Marlon Mack. He's he's increased his game 
for the last couple of years. Uh, his production slightly fell off from 4.7 yards per carry to eight uh to uh, not eight, but 4.4 yards per carry. So slightly a slight dip off, but they increased his workloadage from 195 attempts to 247, eight touchdown. He went down one touchdown. I mean, I think he's still there, but it's like, what exactly are you going to do? Are you going to have, I mean, for the Colts now, it's just going to be, they're going to have a great offensive, uh, an an offensive attack because they're going to have two running backs. They're going to have pretty much two or three wide receivers uh, they need to probably do something about the tight end position. Their offensive line is perfectly fine, and um, their defense just got an upgrade with the Force Buckner. Like they they are. The Texans need to watch out. If Philip Rivers and Frank Reich can put this thing together, man. Oh my goodness, Houston could be in trouble. Jalen Hurts. They showed off Jalen Hurts. Um, Jacksonville right now is drafting. I don't think this is, this could be very, very interesting. Jalen Hurts to Chicago, um, potentially. Uh, But the Jaguars, they're on deck. They're on the clock. I think they go wide receiver here. I think they they should get Denzel Mims because I, again, excess of riches. You'll hear me say that a shit ton. But Denzel Mims probably could go here. Chicago may actually draft Jalen Hurts. We'll see. Hold on. They're gonna take a wide receiver. I thought who did who did I say? I thought I thought they I thought they were gonna pick up Denzel Mims. They're just gonna get Laviscus Shinalot. Shinalot? I, I I can't say his last name. But they got him. Um again, helping out Gardner Minshew. They got uh who did they get in the first round? They got CJ Henderson and they got Calevon Chason. So obviously defensive picks. They are very much a defensive-minded football team, even with their new quarterback, uh, Gardner Minshew. They're still defensive. That's been the main focus of that football team. They're going to continue to be defensive-minded, but way too many good wide receivers uh, in this draft. And obviously, Laviscus, I I can't say his damn name, but I I can't say his first or his last name, but he is definitely a first-rounder that got drafted in the second round. Bears are on the clock now. The pick is now in. I think it's going to be Jalen Hurts, potentially. Or it could be, again, surprisingly enough, another wide receiver. Or check this out. It could be a running back as well. Um, J.K. Dobbins is still there. I would have said Clyde Edwards-Hilaire would have been a great fit for them as well because he can run and catch the football. Uh, So they, they have some options here if you're the Bears. But if, if you're the Bears, if you think that Jalen Hurts is the dude, pick him. A lot of people apparently are like, Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. Oh my God, I can't believe he's a great quarterback. And it's, it's like people finally started to do their homework about Jalen Hurts. So now Jalen Hurts, I think, should be drafted in this round or the next. He should be drafted today. I would be very, very surprised if Jalen Hurts was not uh, drafted today. Let me take a swig of my water first. Hold on. By the way, sorry if you can hear my AC, it just turned off. Uh, it's as hot as the devil's ass crack in the middle of summer in hell itself. So, Bears are on the clock right now. Who's their GM again? Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace is not necessarily, you know, it, it's, it, like, I don't like to talk about some of these. Like, they got their kids there. Got their kids there. Not going to talk that much about the guys that are doing the drafting. 
But Ryan Pace, man, has frustrated me, not as a Bears fan. I'm a Cowboy fan, but I used to be a Bears fan because of Walter Payton. Walter Payton is one of my favorite football players of all time. Only second to Tom Brady, and that's only because Tom Brady had one of the greatest performances in all of Super Bowl dumb, not Super Bowl dumb, but Super Bowl history against the Atlanta Falcons. So, um, I like Walter Payton, that's my guy. Now, Bears, they have the ability to go out and address the issue at quarterback uh, with getting Jalen Hurts. Or do you feel that Mitchell Trubisky is your guy or that Nick Foles is your guy? Either way, Jalen Hurts is here. Do you want to pick him up? Do you want to move on? Let's see. <clears throat> but they also could get a tight end, which ESPN was kind of hinting at. Let's They could get a tight end. Uh, okay, all right. Okay, let's see. Yep, they went for a tight end. Cole commit. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay, uh, maybe a little bit of a reach. I felt like, again, like, probably could have... Probably could have gotten, you know, a, a, a wide receiver. But, um, yeah, Cole Komet, he's he's going he's gonna to be a matchup nightmare for whoever is going to be uh, guarding him in the NFC North. I don't really know of a lot of corners that will be able to cover him um, because he's too big, man. He's a big dude. He's not necessarily somebody who can stretch the field and go down the football field and just run by defenses. But is he a guy that... You know, is he a guy that if you, he's, he's kind of like a Jason Witten, I would say. He's big, he's tough, he's strong, he's not as old, but he's not as fast either. <laughs> no, he, it's, not, it's not that he's not as fast, but he is very, very slow like Jason Witten, but he will pretty much catch the football and um, then he'll go down. But that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good pick for the, um, the Bears now that I think about it. I just kind of, I'm like, hmm. I, I, I don't I don't, I don't know like you know what? I'm not I'm not gonna hate on it it's a pretty good pick Cleveland Browns they're now on the clock here Ryan Pace GM of the um of the Pace Matt Nagy head coach they're they're clapping they're slapping asses all right hopefully they can win some more football games this season especially when Jordan Love is coming in for the past <laughs> no 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 by the way interesting, interesting situation that you have um, that ESPN is kind of foreshadowing. Browns, the pick is in. Grant Delpit, Antoine Winfield. If Antoine Winfield falls far, one of the teams on the back end, specifically the Dallas Cowboys, could probably pick him up. By probably, I mean definitely. Antoine Winfield, I know, probably has a sweaty crotch right now. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not going to lie. He's probably sweating. He's probably getting swamp ass. He's like, damn it, I thought I was going to be a first-round draft pick. It's pick 44. What the hell is going on here? But the Browns, they're going to make their second pick. Now, a lot of guys that you can pick up. You can get an interior guy to help out Miles Garrett. You can get another offensive lineman. You can get another wide receiver. You could get a safety. You could probably get a linebacker. 
I think Logan Wilson, probably a low second rounder, early third rounder potentially here. You could also get a safety here. Again, kind of, you know, um, uh, repeating myself a little bit. Grant Delpit is still there. Antoine Winfield Jr. Corners, Christian Fulton. Um, I think Jalen Johnson out of Utah. All these guys are here. Grant Delpit. Sorry for the voice crack. Fell. And boy, did he fell hard. Almost a mid-second round draft pick. Pretty much should have been a first rounder. He's been waiting since yesterday to get selected. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. They pretty much got the ball hawk of the of the freaking draft. They got his ass. He's from Houston. He will be a Cleveland Brown. And Cleveland Brown, okay, that's not what I wanted. And Cleveland Browns, not Cleveland Browns, not, oh my God, the Cleveland Browns will get somebody that is going to be absolutely um, fantastic for them. Okay, so now I'm going on a website right now. I'm going to get specific prospects and things of that nature. The, um, the It's doing it's doing the draft manually or automatically to, to like, to simulate, oh my God, these are all the draft picks that are going off uh, the board and things of that nature. And really all I just want to do is like the best available positions and things of that nature. That's all I wanted to do. So right now, uh, they had, um, so right now, literally like, it's not what I wanted to do at all. I just did it automatically. Like, what the fuck? Let me go to the mock drafts. Let me pull up the board. So, oh wait, the Bucks, they're about to select their draft pick. Um, but let me, let me talk about Grant Elpit. So I don't know if they, um, if they're going to release the, um, no, 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 not release. They traded away their safety. I forgot his name to the Giants in the OBJ trade last year. So they've needed somebody on the back end of their defense, a safety, uh, for almost a year. They had a first-round draft pick in Grant Delpit um, fall to them in the second round, and they were like, let's just take the best player available. Surprisingly enough, some of the worst teams in the league are actually making some pretty great, um, not suggestions, but just draft picks in general. Uh, um, uh, Freaking Grant Delpit, Xavier McKinney, um, even Michael Pittman Jr. I like, and DeAndre Swift to the Lions. Like, this is a really, really nice, solid, smooth ride of a draft. Not really hating on it that much. <clears throat> Excuse me. Buccaneers are up next. Now, here you here you still have... Let me just check out running backs here. Who do you got at running back? J.K. Dobbins is still there. Um, Cam Akers is still there. Antonio Gibson is still there. Um, but again, pretty much three guys probably were first-round draft picks. Guess what? They're going to be taken in the second round. Again, there was not a running back that was taken in the first round. There was not a safety that was taken in the first round. So, of course, you're going to see a lot of high-talented guys go here. And the Bucks, they're like, well, we just got Tom Brady an offensive tackle. We have Mike Evans. We have um, uh, Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard, Rob Gronkowski, Bruce Arians, what are we probably missing? Maybe a running back. I don't know how good the running back is. I think I looked up his numbers uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I think he's like a thousand yard rusher. I don't know. Like, I think he's had consistent seasons where his production has been pretty, pretty consistently good. They may go running back. They may go interior guy. 
Mm. Best player available. They got Antoine Winfield Jr. Shore up that that back end for the for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I did not expect that at all. I thought for sure that they were going to go offense, like an offensive player. I thought they were going to get anyone. His family is literally running around their house. They're like <laughs> they're in a multi million dollar house, and it's <laughs> and it's like they're just running around their house. But yes, he is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer again. He is um, he is probably one of the best safeties in the in the draft, and he just fell for Tom Brady's uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you're probably going to get one of the hardest hitting, one of the fastest, one of the most brutal and violent safeties in this draft. He's had some injuries, which is you know may, maybe not, it's probably affected his draft stock just a little bit. But he's still one of the best draft uh, not draft but safeties in the league. He can make plays on the ball, not just like pass breakups, but interceptions as well. He can just destroy people. He's extremely lethal. And there are all of the first round draft picks um, at safety that are now off the board. And also another guy that I really, really like in Kyle Duggar. But not all is hope. Not all hope is lost for the Dallas Cowboys because on top of having safeties and running backs and, 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 and other positions and wide receivers that have fallen, guess what? Corners, first round corners have also fallen as well. For example, Jalen Johnson, Kristen Fulton, Trevon Diggs. I don't know when Dallas is drafting. Oh, they're, Dal- they're, they're drafting 51. So Dallas could potentially get a safety, re-enter the second round if they like what they see, and they'll be just fine. This could be a very, very interesting pick, interesting uh, situation that Dallas finds themselves in. But first, at 46, Denver, oh yeah, they're going to pick up a corner. Probably Christian Fulton. Maybe Jalen Johnson, maybe Trevon Diggs. But whoever they want to get is 1,000% going to be there. And make no mistake about it, the Broncos, they need a corner. And kind of the draft is starting to even itself out. There's not a lot of the first-round guys that I was talking about earlier that are now left for the, for the second round. They can't find any Denver Bronco fans to freaking post up on Roger Goodell's TV. So they have all the cheer. The cheerleaders in their makeup and in their like uniforms, waving their pom poms around when they're probably also in their sweatpants as well. Waving their pom poms around. They did their hair. They did their makeup. All that stuff. They couldn't find any. <laughs> they couldn't find any Bronco fans. So uh, it's it's just the cheerleaders. So they got KJ Hamler out of Clemson. Oh no! Oh my God! Out of Penn State. Did he say Clemson? Hold on. He said Penn State. I'm like, wasn't he from Penn State? I thought he... I'm like, did he say Clemson? Penn State. So, that's a, that's a shock to me. Um, wow. For the Broncos, too. And when you think about what the Broncos just did in the last couple of years, they got rid of Damaris Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders kind of within a year of each other. And um, they they have Phillip Lindsay. Damn. They got three wide receivers now. Cortland Sutton. Uh, excuse me. Cortland Sutton. Um, Jerry Judy. KJ Hamler. And they also have the tight end Noah Fant. 
And they also have Philip Lindsay as well. They need to shore up their offensive line. But the Broncos, that's kind of a surprise to me because I'm like, I'm like, I thought they would have gone for a corner, but I guess like I guess they're like, you know what? We need to score points. We don't need to to defend the pass. They're like, we need a, we need a freaking score, gosh darn it, points. Atlanta's up next. Didn't they? T- I'm like, I was about to say, I'm like, wouldn't they take a corner here? And then then I'm like, nope. They got AJ Terrell last uh, last uh, last night. Let's see what the Falcons do right now. I think they could potentially take an interior guy. Um, Ross Blacklock was taken already. Who else? If I go on my board, my webpage is like frozen. There we go. Uh, Neville Gall. Ooh, Gallimore. Marlon Davidson, Ross Blacklock, Justin Matabuki, Roquan Davis, David Hamilton. These are top second-round draft picks that I just mentioned. Most of them are still on the board besides Ross Blacklock. Atlanta is in. Um, I think that they, they'll pick one of them, and I think that they'll probably pick the guy from Oklahoma in Neville Gallimore, man. Offset. He's there. I don't know why Offset is talking. But Offset is, is talking. We'll see what happens. The Migos, man, they are just, they're trying to hype up Atlanta so much, man. But the Atlanta Falcons, they are just so terrible. <laughs> I'm like, I feel bad for them because they've tried, they're putting in, they're, they're putting their face on that logo. It's all about ATL. The ATL is now on the jersey and they stink. Oh my God, here it is. Marlon Davidson out of Auburn, the Batman to Derek Brown's Robin. I was, I thought maybe Gallimore, but I was like, okay, okay. Marlon Davidson makes a lot of sense. You address your need at corner. You needed an interior defensive lineman. I don't necessarily know how much this helps them because to be honest with you, like they've had good teams. I just, I have no idea how they haven't been able to put it together. Um, at, at, this point in his coaching career, it's on the head coach. Like, he's had a quarterback that has thrown for 4,000-plus yards. How? What are, what are Ryan's numbers? Let me check out his numbers. <clears throat> yeah, um, 4,466 yards, 4,924, 4,000, 4,900. So he has on-again, off-again seasons, right, where he has – 4,924 yards, 35 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, 69% completion percentage. Then that next year, 26 touchdowns, 14 picks, 4,466 yards, 66 touchdowns. His consistency is on and off, on and off. 38 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, 21 touchdowns, 16 interceptions, 28 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, 26 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. And I'm just alternating years, right? Like some years he's off, some years that he's uh, he's on. Maybe they're like, let's find some, let's 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 freaking find another way, you know. Let's try and find another way. Seattle is about to pick. Really surprised that Cortland Sutton, not Cortland Sutton, Christian Fulton is here. Watch out for Christian Sutton, Christian Fulton. Oh my God, Christian Fulton being picked here. For Seattle, they love their uh, their secondaries. They love their corners. 
things of that nature. Also, J.K. Dobbins as well. Let's see. <clears throat> Daryl Taylor. D.E. Tennessee. So, uh, do you want to know what that pretty much just says? Pretty much says you know who is not coming back. They are saying, Jadavin Clowney, played with you for a year. We're done. We're out. We need a defensive end. We're going to take one. And um, we're just done. That that's, that's a pretty good pick. That's a pretty good pick for them at that position. Um, I, I like Daryl Taylor. Taylor, excuse me, out of Tennessee. It's just like, if I'm Seattle, though, I don't know how I feel about Jadavin Clowney, though. But it's like, it's too late now. They got Jordan Brooks. They went defensive. I don't like that Seattle always goes defense. And they have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I'm like, that's why I'm frustrated with Seattle. Because they have one of the best quarterbacks in this league, and they don't go wide receiver or running back. How does Russell? What? Maybe it's because he's got he's getting paid thirty five million. But it's like, how does Russell Wilson like just go into a season and is like, man, like I'm just Daryl Taylor. It's not a bad pick. It's not. It's not a bad. But it's just Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims. He's right there. I remember um, what's his name? Um, Kyle Branson, not Kyle Branson. Kyle Burlinson, former Detroit Lions wide receiver. He's like Dallas doesn't have the best wide receiving core in the league or in the NFC. He's like San Francisco. They have, and I'm like San Francisco has nobody. They have Ayuk, and that's like it. In in Debo, are you kidding me? Comparatively to Amari and Gallup, I wish I might. And they in Dallas now have Ceedee Lamb. Come on, man. And if we're and if we count in the people who are throwing the football, Dak is way better than Garoppolo. Then he's like Seattle. As a wide receiving core. I'm like, what? Tyler Lockett and DK DK, I'll give you credit for. Tyler Lockett, pretty good wide receiver. But I don't know who their third guy is. And the only reason why I know who Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf are is because I watch a lot of Seattle football. I'm like, I'm sick and tired of them getting defensive players. Like, get a, get, get, what about the offensive line? What about his receivers? Think about that. Pittsburgh's on the board. Jalen Hurts is there. They're implying that Jalen Hurts uh, could go to Pittsburgh. I thought that he could potentially go to, uh, not Seattle, but to the Colts. I like the fit. Roethlisberger's going to retire in the next couple of years. I think Roethlisberger, when he was asked if Pittsburgh was going to draft a quarterback, he's like, well, it's their prerogative, blah, 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 blah. Great, great spot to get Jalen Hurts, if you like him. Let's see. Whoa! Dude, you want to talk about a shock, man. You want to talk about a fucking great draft pick. Highly underrated. Notre Dame. So they probably scouted him directly out of the state. Chase Claypool. Notre Dame. Jalen Hurts. They'll probably, you know, somebody's, he, he, he'll, at this point, he may fall to, this, to the third round. We'll see. Chase Claypool. 
out of um, out of, out of Notre Dame. He he's like six foot four, two hundred and thirty eight pounds. Ran a four three zero. This dude is pretty much the size of a tight end. Has the speed and strength of a of a wide receiver. And by strength, I mean strength in his freaking hands. And you could put him out wide. You could put him on the inside. You could have him block. He is so versatile. Um, at, at, at I don't even know what position he's going to play. Are you going to put him at tight end? Are you going to put him at wide receiver? I don't know what the, what the, what the hell they're going to do. But he is so dynamic. You could put him anywhere and he will dominate. And in a division where uh, the Bengals, the, the Ravens, and the freaking Browns, where it depends on what type of team you have, depending on, yeah, um, depends on, excuse me, what type of team you're playing, depends on essentially what type of philosophy you believe or they believe in secondaries. Like, I think the Browns, they have a good secondary. Ravens, they're all defense. They have a good secondary, but the Bengals, they don't. Chase Claypool is going to be an absolute matchup nightmare. He could potentially be your number one, your number two behind Juju. And man, Pittsburgh, they're looking, they're they're cooking right now, man. They are cooking right now. I love that pick. I love that pick for I don't know I don't know how many years Ben Roethlisberger is going to play. I love that pick for Pittsburgh. That's a great pick. Bears are now going to be on the clock once again. They need a corner. Mel Kuyper keeps on talking about Bond and all these other players. I'm like, Kristen Fulton is still there. They need a corner. Why not get a corner? Keep in mind, there's about 12 first-round draft picks still available. AJ Epinesa, Zach Bond, Terrell Lewis, uh, Uche, Joshua Uche, Curtis Weaver. They're all still there at edge. Uh, Darrell Taylor, Taylor, excuse me, out of Tennessee just got selected. Matabuki, all of the interior guys, they're still there. I don't think an interior guy, oh yeah, Ross Blacklock, he got selected. Uh, Willie Gay Jr. out of Mississippi State. He's still there. Our linebacker, Logan Wilson, Troy Dye, Akeem Davis-Gaither, Malik Harrison. Who else is there? Pretty much just talked about the... I'm, I don't know why I'm all defense. Maybe I should look at some of the wide receivers, too. Oh, yeah, they're all gone. <laughs> except for except for Denzel Mims. Who are the Bears going to get? Okay, Bears just got Jalen Johnson, a DB out of Utah. I thought they were going to get Kristen Fulton, but that's okay. That's all right. But it makes sense because I think they gave out, they gave out, um, not gave up or gave out, but they let go of Prince Amukamara, Prince Amukamara. And they also gave up, guess who? Ha ha Clinton Dix. So they need help in the secondary. Jalen Johnson one of the best corners available, if not the best corner, besides Kristen Fulton, obviously. Uh, he was still there. And guess what? They picked him up. Now, I've kind of done some mock drafts here. And um, weirdly enough, Chicago kind of just obnoxiously gets in Dallas's way in all of the mock drafts that I've run. Like, they took the pick that I wanted to pick in the second round. But now... Looks like they've done it again because they took the best draft. They they they, they put the, they took the best guy available for Dallas. So Dallas has a lot of different options here. Um, they have options at wide receiver because Denzel Mims is here. Way too many. No, you don't want to do that because you you just picked up 
uh, CD Lamb. You got you, you way too. You got a, you got enough. You want to address some issues on the defense. Christian Fulton, Trevon Diggs. Trevon Diggs could potentially fall to the second round. And again, I read an article t- uh, talking about how they wanted to move up in the draft, right? Um, specifically in the second round. I think that Dallas could potentially leverage some of their second round picks in the, um, uh, not second round picks, but some of their later round picks to either move back into the second round early, um, mid, mid, uh, mid third round. So. Let's see. Oh, they're talking about Dak Prescott. They're having a moment of silence for him, so I was like, I'll shut up. So, kind of going back to the philosophy of uh, what the Dallas Cowboys could do. Corner, running back, maybe not running back. I don't think they'll go offensive here. I think they'll go defense. Um, it's a, well, here's the thing, kind of as I am fast-forwarding through some of the commercials. If you want somebody who can play in a 3-4 defense, Zach Bond, if my webpage will load, is still there. If you want him, you can get him. If you want to address the corners... Kristen Fulton, Trevon Diggs, they're still there. And keep in mind, Trevon Diggs probably was a top 20, top 30 pick, and you're going to get him because he's going to be here at 51. I mean, it's pretty much exactly what happened yesterday. And I and I think I talked about it either at the top of the at the top of the podcast or I either talked about it um, last night where I'm like, dudes are going to fall, man. Like they have guys like the guys that there's that are still available. Ohio State running back J.K. Dobbins, um, Wisconsin linebacker Zach Bond, Denzel Mims, Josh Jones, Justin Matabuki. Right, those guys are still there. So if I'm Dallas, I'm gonna say, hey man, who who do we got at the top of our draft and what are our needs? Because we can get Zach Bond or we can get. Um, Matabuki, or we can get Neville Gallimore, or we can get Kristen Bleepin' Fulton. They're showing AJ Epinesa. Don't go for a defensive end. Don't take the bait. Don't reach here. Somebody's going to fall again in the second round. You can get a corner here in that second round. Mike McCarthy, he's uh, he's not even in his chair right now. You can 1,000% go corner and be perfectly fine here in the second and the third round, or excuse me, in the third round. I don't know why they're showing off wide receivers for Dallas, it's like, dude, we have three, and they're all great. Like, you can 1,000% go for a um, for a corner here and be perfectly fine. Or you could go best player available. They got Trayvon Diggs. Ball hawk out of Alabama, used to play wide receiver, He's Stefan Diggs' little brother. He's now going to be a Dallas Cowboy. Let me tell you something. As much as I want Kristen Fulton, Dallas could potentially trade back into the second round and get Kristen Fulton. Let me tell you something about Trevon Diggs. He he's from Gaithersburg, Maryland, the same city where freaking <laughs> Kevin Durant and Logic Bobby Hall are from. 
You know him by logic. It's like you don't know him by his real name. But Trayvon Diggs or Trevon Diggs, absolute ball hawk. This is the dude, man, that I have been like secretly crossing. God damn it, Dallas is having a great draft. They are having a great draft. We stole CeeDee Lamb in the first round. We just got a great second round draft pick in Trayvon Diggs, who some people had as a first rounder. Oh my god, he's got the size, the length, he's got the straight, he's got the speed too, he's got the hands. Oh my god, I love me some Trayvon Diggs. Look at that. Bang, just caught it. Just a caught, caught the back shoulder fade, the quarterback overthrew it. Trayvon Diggs just stole it. I can watch Trayvon Diggs highlights all day. Thank you. Oh my god! 50-50 ball, Trayvon Diggs just went up and stole it. Just like how the Dallas Cowboys just stole CD Lamb and Trayvon Diggs. Obviously, uh, I would have probably have taken Kristen Fulton here, but how how big and how tall is Trayvon Diggs? Literally looks like he's a wide receiver playing corner. How big is he? He's six foot two. He's two hundred and seven pounds. Let me check his his numbers stat wise on the NFL like on the combine. Like how fast did he run? Exactly. Kind of looking at his draft po- profile right now. He ran. Where is his 40? Where is his 40? Did he run a 40? I thought he was at the draft. Wasn't he at the draft? I'm not gonna. He did not run a four two forty. I'm like, he, I'm like they're saying he ran a four two forty. Like that's what he that's what he predicted. Um, Henry Ruggs was going to run. I don't have his forty. All right. But yes, this is this is the guy that I've wanted. I've also wanted. I'm like if if Christian Fulton fell, I was like I also want Christian Fulton, but. Dallas, Dallas is having a fantastic draft. Jerry Jones is talking to his to his. I was about to say his wife, but that's actually his daughter. But um, uh, oh my god, I'm a jackass. <laughs> I'm a I'm a damn it. I'm a jackass. Um, but um, yes, uh, Trevon Diggs is is going to be a Dallas Cowboy. That is a easy pick for the Dallas Cowboy. Also, could have gotten Kristen Fulton. Now, Sean McVay is on deck. L.A. Rams. Let me... Here we go. J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. I'm like... I was like, now now they could go for X player. But then I was like, J.K. Dobbins, bro. J.K. Dobbins. Let's go. Easy, easy money. Easy money. Let's see. I'm like, I know what Roger Goodell's talking about. He's talking about the new stadium that the LA Rams are going to be playing in. But that fucking god-awful logo. Jesus Christ. That's such a terrible logo. And none of the fans have the fucking logo to begin with because they know how much it sucks. 
Cam Akers running back. The reason why they went running back here, and I knew I knew as soon as they got rid of um, Todd Gurley, they were going to go running back, but I didn't know which one. I thought they were going to go with the highest one on, on the board, Cam A- not Cam Akers, J- uh, J.K. Dobbins. So now he has officially fallen far. And keep in mind, we're getting toward the middle, towards the end, really, of the first round, and uh, J.K. Dobbins has fallen far. Kristen Fulton has also fallen far as well. And when I look at some of these other teams as well, I'm like, damn it, man. Like, it's it like, but let me talk about Christian Fulton here. Christian Fulton, not Christian Fulton, um, JK, not uh, Cam Akers, sorry. Um, yes, that is a great draft pick for the Rams. Maybe a little bit of a reach, especially when JK Dobbins was there. But when I mean by great draft pick, I mean great fit for the Rams because they need a running back. Their whole offense is pretty much garnered towards the run. So you would want definitely a um, a running back in Cam Akers to kind of help out help out um, your offense because your entire offense is built around the run. Now Philly is up next. They should one thousand percent take Denzel Mims. If they don't take Denzel Mims, I would be I would be shocked, man. Like I I'd be weirded out that they that they wouldn't take Denzel Mims, and he was right there, right there waiting for you. Hmm. But they are on the clock. The pick is officially in. I would bet a lot of money that it's going to be Denzel Mims. And if it is not Denzel Mims, if they take a defensive tackle here, for example, um, if they take somebody, and Neville Gallimore, he's fallen. Marlon Davidson, interior guy, he's fallen. Matabuki, He's fallen. I think there's a couple more edge rushers. Epinesa, Bond, Terrell Lewis. They've all fallen. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! What a hilarious... What are the Eagles doing? Oh my god. Oh. Oh, oh my god. I got to get down on the floor and start praying. Oh my god. I no I, I don't want to oh, I don't want to be a jackass about it. Hold on. Let me turn on the fan. It's going to get hot in here. Oh my god. Oh, hold on. Let me let me start playing. Nope. I'm not going to start playing. I'm not going to do it. Anyways, cuz that would be that, that's a little bit of a jackass thing to do. Uh, the Eagles, instead of getting oh, <laughs> a wide receiver, instead of getting an interior guy to pair with Fletcher Cox, instead of getting a corner because you need help at the corner position, the Philadelphia Eagles just pulled a Green Bay Packers by getting J- Jalen Hurts is a great player now. He's a great quarterback. But if you just pay, it's like, it's like the Aaron Rodgers thing. It's like, why would you pay a shit ton of money? To a quarterback who in a couple of years you're then going to release because it's like, what's the plan for Jalen Hurts? Is he going to be a backup? No, he is not going to be a backup. Unless you see him as a backup, which I I do not see Jalen Hurts as a backup. Or they could be doing something interesting like with what they did with, with Greg Hurd, Greg Ward, excuse me. And they're like, well, Greg Ward, he turned out to be a, um, 
a receiver for us, so maybe maybe they think that they can move Jalen to receiver? Which would be a dumb decision, because he's a fucking quarterback. I hate it whenever people are like, this guy is super athletic, he should be wide. Re- he should be a wide receiver. It's like, well, how about this? How about you get a better fucking coach and make sure that this guy develops as a quarterback? But anyways... Philadelphia, they fucked up. They could have gotten an actual wide receiver if that's the plan to turn Jalen Hurts into a wide receiver and Denzel Mims. They could have gotten an interior guy. They could have gotten an exterior guy. They could have gotten a linebacker. They could have gotten a corner. They could have gotten a safety. Um, what, what's his name? I think one other guy is still there. They took Duggar. Doug Peterson is smiling. Dude, why are you smiling? You just wasted a draft pick. That's not a good draft pick. Jalen Hurts is a great player. But that's not a good draft pick. If you already have a quarterback, why would you why would you take Jalen Hurts? Oh my god. Who is left? Jeremy Chen, Ashton Davis, Terrell Burgess. They're all there. If you wanted a safety. Jalen Hurts. I'm happy for him because he got drafted. But I'm also like I'm like, what the fuck are the Eagles doing, man? Like, they didn't trade up to get C.D. Lamb. They got Jalen Hurts in the second second round. It's like, if Carson Wentz is going to go down and get hurt, why would you? Like, I love it. I love it. I love it for me as a Cowboy fan, but I'm like, I'm I'm dumbfounded. I'm starstruck. I'm like, why? That doesn't make any sense. Buffalo is on the clock. Their pick is nine. That that has got to be the dumbest draft pick I've seen all day. It's literally what happened with Aaron Rodgers. And didn't I say this? I say that I said this on Sunday or Monday. I said pretty much, I'm like, hey, man, one of these teams is going to fuck up this draft. Uh, so far, it's been the Packers because they traded up to get a quarterback that nobody was going to pick, pretty much like Chicago did uh, with Mitchell Trubisky. And now the Eagles, they just selected Jalen Hurts for no reason. It's like, I thought you liked your quarterback. Like, and if you, and again, it's like, it's not even that smart of a decision to move, if you're going to move him to a running back or a wide receiver, J.K. Dobbins and Denzel Mims are still there. So it's like, he's going to be a backup as a second rounder. That's terrible use for the Eagles. That is the dumbest decision I've ever seen in my entire life. And, and, and here's the thing. Either you wasted a bunch of money on Carson Wentz by signing him because you're trying to groom Jalen Hurts to be the quarterback, or he's going to be the backup as a second-round draft pick. You don't spend a second-round draft pick on a fucking backup quarterback. That's the dumbest decision I've ever seen in my entire life. Buccaneers are up. uh, Not Buccaneers. Buffalo is up next. I don't care who they could get. (laughs) I don't know who they could get. I'm not that interested. Maybe a tight end. I don't know who their tight ends are. Maybe an interior guy as well. Maybe a corner in Kristen Fulton to pair with Tredavious White. I don't know anything about Buffalo. Here we go. AJ Epinesa, edge rusher, Iowa. Okay, kind of a vanilla pick. I wouldn't have been surprised. That, no, he's not from. He's not uh, from the Belichick coaching tree. I was about to say I wouldn't be surprised if he got. Um, if they got, uh, what's it? What's it? What's his name? Zach Bond. Damn, that Eagles pick sucks. <laughs> That Eagles pick, again, it's not Jalen Hurts. It's not Jalen Hurts. It's the pick. It's the team. Again, they have a quarterback. Why would you try and get another quarterback if you already have your quarterback? Like, as much as people made much ado about nothing with Jalen Hurts 
being a um being a being a like being interviewed by the Dallas Cowboys, they were like, "Oh, the Dallas Cowboys are going to go get Jalen Hurts now." It's like, are you sure about that? That's why I didn't talk about it. I was like, they're not getting Jalen Hurts in the second or third round because they have a quarterback. It's like, why would like if he's being evaluated as a second rounder, they're not getting him in the second round because he's they got they got a quarterback. Like, come on now. Like, can we use process of elimination? They're like, Dak Prescott is now out as a quarterback. It's like, no, he's not. What are you talking about? God, I got to pee. Like, but luckily, I have not drank as much fluids, and I am, uh, I'm, I'm rolling. I'm, cris- I'm cruising right now. Baltimore, I will pee. I will pee right now. I'll go, I'll come back. I'll talk about Buff- uh, Baltimore and potentially who could they get. Ladies and gentlemen, I I think I already know, but ladies and gentlemen, I'll talk about who. Where is this? This is not my webpage. Sorry, I'll talk about who the Baltimore Ravens could potentially pick up coming up in the next couple of minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, 24th podcast. And I'm getting an ad. Never mind. 24th podcast. back 24's podcast uh as i was taking a whiz and before i even left to go take a whiz i was like oh they're gonna draft enzo mims baltimore's up next 
They are drafting at 5'5", 55. There's 62 draft picks in the second round, so this round is starting to come to a close. Again, Kristen Fulton is not selected. But, however, however, Denzel Mims, J.K. Dobbins, you went defensive. Don't be freaking Seattle. Seattle, I feel like, is not, like, they're not living up to the potential, right? The uh, the amount of, and, and I remember this on the All-Decade team, they had like three, four, five, or six, seven, or eight pro bowlers, or not pro bowlers, but like All-Decade guys on their team, and it's like they only won one Super Bowl, they went to two, right? And it's probably because, guess what? You probably didn't have as many guys on offense as you thought you needed. Why didn't you help Russell Wilson? I hope Baltimore doesn't do the Seattle thing and just be like, oh, we're a defensive team, we'll just get guys on defense. No, they got Hollywood in the first round. Get Denzel Mims in the second round. First round of last year. Denzel Mims second round of this year. Let's see. Let's see it. J.K. Dobbins. There you go. That's exactly... I'm like, Denzel Mims, J.K. Dobbins. Again, help out that running game of the Baltimore Ravens. I think what the Baltimore Ravens thought here, they could get a running back, <clears throat> pair him with Mark Ingram, Pair him with Lamar Jackson. Pair him with um, with uh, with Gus Edwards. Go deep at the position. Three deep at the position. Absolutely dominate um, in the run game. With um, with now you have three running backs, one quarterback who can run, and maybe take that that pressure of running. Not even pressure, but the running game responsibilities off of Lamar Jackson. Let him be a quarterback this season. Really, really love the pick out of. Um, out of uh, Baltimore, they're like, well, what people are going to be like? Well, why would you draft a running back? You have one of the best to take to take the 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 hits that Lamar Jackson was taking this season off of him. He can still run around and he still will, but now you have three legitimate backs and you'll just keep on pounding the rock. Not saying that they won't get away from the run with Lamar because he'll still run. But the point with this pick is to transition Lamar Jackson out of being a running back, not a running back, but a quarterback who runs a lot, to now he's going to partially run. Um, if, you only, if, if you're asking me, well, why are they trying to do that? <clears throat> because he can do both. Well, Cam Newton could do both. How healthy is Cam Newton nowadays? What team does Cam Newton play again? Play on again, excuse me? That's the reason why. Miami is an up next. Great job by uh, the Baltimore. I really, really like what Baltimore has done. I was like, Denzel Mims is there. You can get it. But what Ravens are probably thinking of is they're probably thinking that another guy will fall to them. <clears throat> so they're like, okay, another guy will fall to us. We'll, um, we'll just we'll get another guy in the third. We'll get not another guy, but an actual guy in the third or the fourth round, and we'll just go from there. So. That's probably what they're thinking of. Miami is now on the clock. In fact, their pick is now in. This may be, I think, their last draft pick in the first two rounds. They had five. I said this when they um, when they were on the clock with Tua. I was like, they've got a like they've been hitting doubles and even triples on some of their picks. Man, they've done a really really solid job. Not only at rebuilding their team that they tore down completely last season, but also at rebuilding it up. They, they they may not be that good next year, but they definitely have gotten the guys. Excuse me. They've gotten the guys. They've gotten the draft picks that they've wanted. They've gotten players that are actually really, really well evaluated and are really, really good at where they took them. Like, I'm not mad at Miami right now. 
I'm mad at teams like Philadelphia for drafting Jalen Hurts when they have a 34, $33 million quarterback. Again, not, not giving flack to Jalen at all. He can, you know, he, he, he's now a divisional rival. However, at the same token, um, Jalen, not Jalen, but the, uh, but Jalen is still going to be a very, very nice player for them. I just like, he's a backup at best, right? You want Carson Wentz to be healthy. You don't necessarily want him to be injured. Hold on. Pick is in Miami. Raekwon Davis. Defensive tackle out of Alabama. They've done everything. They've done... Miami has done everything this draft. I think they got a safety. I can't remember who they got. I'm not going to look because the um, I'm not live right now. I'm not like on the live broadcast. I'm getting close to the live broadcast. But they've gotten... Um, they've, they've addressed the issues at corners. They've gotten Xavier Howard and... Byron Jones from the Dallas Cowboys. They've um, I they they've gotten their quarterback. They've gotten their offensive tackle. They've gotten I think two tackles, and now they're going for Waquan Davis as well. So they're showing up the god awful offensive line, and now they're getting a defensive tackle, an absolute monster on the inside, can play the three or the five technique. But sweet baby Jesus, man, Roquan Davis or Waquan Davis. I say Roquan Davis. I think that sounds cooler. But yes, he is. They he, Here's who they got. Tua, Austin Jackson, Noah, I cannot say his last name, Robert Hunt, guard out of Louisiana, and then Roquan Davis, defensive tackle out of Alabama. I'll tell you something, man. It's not like they had a, a, a freaking an all-star jam, you know, where everybody, where, where the bases are loaded and you hit a home run. It's not like they got that. But did they hit a couple of homers? Did they knock it out of a park on some of these draft picks? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, they did. The LA Rams are on are on the clock now. But, man, oh, man. Like, I thought that, I'm not going to lie to you. I thought one, two, maybe three of those picks would have been fucked up. Um, and they would have wasted away, trading away Laramie Tunsil, Minka Fitzpatrick. By the way, by the by, um... The freaking what are their names? The Houston Texans. They just signed freaking um freaking freaking Laramie Tunsil, and I'm like, that's a head scratcher. And I'm like, Laramie Tunsil is not that good. I'm like he he got destroyed last season. Maybe not not that good, but I some of the worst sacks that I saw came from Laramie Tunsil. I'm like, why would you sign him to a contract? Jake Fromm, they're showing Jake Fromm. They're essentially insinuating that the Los Angeles Rams could get a backup quarterback. I'm like, why? Why are they getting a backup quarterback? In the second round? That's way too high of a draft pick. Here's the thing, right? And here's what I don't understand. Again, Donovan Peoples-Jones is still here. Denzel Mims is still here. Chase Claypool's off the board. He he went to Pittsburgh. Like, there's some good players here at wideout, and teams are like, no. Or you can get an interior guy, or you can get <clears throat> a linebacker, or you can get a corner. Again, Christian Fulton is still here. It's so weird, man. 57th pick. Only five more picks left in the second round. It's very, very weird, man. A lot of interior guys are still here. Neville. Hold on. 
Okay, so they got Van Jefferson out of Florida. I think he's a slot receiver. It's like a third round draft pick, though. <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. I think he is a, a slot receiver. So, uh, how how does that fit into their wide receiving core? I'm not sure. This is like, I guess he. I guess what they're. I guess what they are thinking. Van, how tall is Van Jefferson? I'm like, I don't. I don't need to guess this. Like, how tall is he, Van Jefferson? Go with. that <clears throat> was he at the combine I think he was because I think I wrote down his name uh, what's his how tall is he so he's six foot one 200 pounds so it's not a slot receiver like why am I guessing they're showing his tape <laughs> they're showing his so yeah he does play a little bit on the inside bang bang all right. Okay, so apparently he just. All right, all right. All right. I think it's also very interesting that Denzel Mims has fallen this far, <clears throat> and nobody wants to pick him up. New York Jets, Baltimore, they're on the clock in the next couple of picks. My Minnesota is up next. I think they could get Christian Fulton, but Van Jefferson, I don't, I don't really have that much to say about him because I don't really know that much about him. If I'm honest with you, <clears throat> sorry about that because I thought he was a third round pick. But yes, um, interesting, interesting pick, I would say. Minnesota's on the clock. You addressed your issues at wide out with getting Justin Jefferson, pretty great wide receiver, probably. Uh, the best slot receiver in the draft. You got him. You can pair him up with Adam Thielen. And I think his name is Kyle Rudolph, who pushes off in the back of the end zone. But for the most part, um, hold on. The pick is now in. Ezra Cleveland. I think he's an edge rusher. No. It's an offensive lineman. The Boise State tackle. <clears throat> they got him, and now they're just going offensive line, not offensive line, just offensive in general. I thought they, were, I thought that they wanted to maybe. Well, no, 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 no. They wouldn't have gone Christian Fulton because my bad. They wouldn't have gone Fulton because they had, um, they had signed their number two or number one corner in the offseason. So they wouldn't have gone Fulton. That's interesting. Just to help shore up that offensive line. Damn. Neville Gallimore. This interesting story. Neville Gallimore, Matabuki, David Hamilton, and Jordan Lu- Davon Hamilton, and Jordan Elliott are all falling rapidly to the back end of the second round almost third round draft picks. If I'm one of these teams with two force or two fists, guess what I'm doing next round? Because one or some of these dudes, and if Denzel Mims falls to the freaking third round, 
guess what I'm doing? If I need a goddamn wide receiver, and if I'm the Philadelphia Eagles and I just drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round, guess what the fuck I'm doing? I'm going up and I'm getting a wide receiver. I'm going up, I'm getting one of these interior guys. New York Jets are on the clock. I think this is the Denzel Mims pick. He's fallen so far. I I would be shocked if they don't get Denzel Mims here. I would be very, very shocked. It's a perfect fit. They don't have a lot of wide receivers. They don't have any wide receivers. They just lost their number one in Robbie Anderson. Um, this is probably the pick where Neville Gall- not Neville Gallimore, Denzel Mims goes, um, or Neville Gallimore, or Marlon Davidson, or just a lot of other dudes in general. But yes... This could be that pick. This could definitely be the pick um, for the New York Jets, and the New York Jets are probably scratching their heads saying, fuck, we just got a top 30 prospect at almost 60. 59 is when they're going to get him. I don't know if they'll go a tight end. I don't think they'll go a tight end here, even though I don't know anything about their tight ends. They're showing Mike uh, Mel Kuyper's board here. Denzel Mims. Devin Duvernay, Antoine, uh, Antonio Gibson, Byron Edwards, and then Lynn Bowden. Best available wide receivers. So, apparently Antonio Gibson is either a running back or a wide receiver. I don't know which. He, I think he played either. He was, he was like a hybrid. He either played wide receiver or running back or both. He's a hybrid, 24. What am I talking about? He's a hybrid. He played both. Or he's as, he's, he's. I don't want to say as good in both, but he can play both. There you go. Why am I, why is this such a hard thing for me to say? Oh my God. Denzel Mims is texting. This is pretty fucking sad. He's with like two other people. Probably his mom and grandma. That's got to fucking suck. Anyways, Joe Douglas, Adam Gase, GM, head coach, New York Jets. Pretty fucking easy pick here. You address your left tackle. By the way, Josh Jones has also fallen as well. So one of these couple of teams, maybe Josh Jones falls all the way to Baltimore at number 60. So we'll see. We'll see. Definitely, it's definitely a very interesting pick here. <laughs> the Jet fans, they're just looking at the camera. They're, the Roger Goodell's like, Jet fans, come on, boo. And the Jets fans, they're just like, no. The Jet fans, they're just like, no. Even like an 80-year-old woman is booing Roger Goodell now. (laughs) Hold on. Yep, they got Denzel Mims. The uh, the freaking broadcast is delayed, so it took like a couple seconds for them to realize... That is a very large couch in South Lake, Texas. But yes, Denzel Mims is easily uh, the best available player. A first-round projected draft pick falls all the way to the second round. He is 1,000% pissed off. 
Make no mistake, that's going to contribute his ability to play to his abilities to play um, in the NFL. He's a first-rounder that just fell almost to the third-rounder. You think he's not pissed off? Just absolutely destroys a UT Texas DB. Hey, Texas. Hey, University of Texas. Hey, Texas. Hey, Texas. Why can't you get DBs that come from your own state like Jeff Kuda? Because you guys stink. Your program stinks. Whoever runs it stinks. That's why New York is on the clock. Is on the clock. You told me I am uh, Bill Belichick, and I, they they got Kyle Duggar in the second round. They traded out of the second round. They got two twos. They traded out of the first. They went to the second. They got two twos. Maybe something else. But if I'm the Patriots and I'm like, damn it, I could get Neville Gallimore on the inside, big bodied interior defensive lineman. I could also get potentially Christian Fulton, first round draft pick, falls almost to the third round. This is when, for instance, you fuck up. This is the fuck up in the league, man. Oh, microphone almost fell. My bad. This is the fuck up. This is what happens sometimes. Sometimes a first rounder almost goes to the third round. Can't really explain it. It just is. It, it's just what happens because this is when things start to get off script. This is when you have to start making smart general managing and head coaching decisions. This is when the good organizations separate themselves from the mediocre organizations, the GMs that know what they're doing, know what team needs are, know who the best player is, and have good people evaluating players, things of that nature, and people who don't. We'll see. Apparently, the Patriots, they made a trade back into the second round. I don't know. Um, well, they're the best quarterbacks, in my opinion, the only quarterbacks, in my opinion. Um, no, they didn't trade up or trade down. They're, the, the pick is now in. I think, I don't know what the fuck they, they did. Anyways, um, they need a quarterback. This is the time to get one. Jacob Eason is the only one that's left. Anthony Gordon could potentially be a guy that you could get later on. I really, really like him out of, um, I don't even know where the fuck he's from. Who are they getting? Josh Uche, edge rusher. Goodness gracious. The fact, and keep in mind, they could have gotten Jalen Hurts here. And this in the top of the second round, they um they they let Kyle Duggar kind of they got Kyle Duggar first, and then Xavier McKinney, and then I think Grant Delpit then, and then a, 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 Antoine Winfield a couple of picks later. But the Patriots, they don't necessarily have great drafts, man. And they got just Joss Uche, and I, that's a that's a good pick. He is a second rounder. Especially a late second rounder. But it's like... Who's going to be your quarterback next year? I don't think they've addressed that need. They could address it. And here's the thing. They could address it in free agency. They could get Cam Newton. They, They needed an edge rusher. 
Maybe not needed because I mean by need I mean I mean they had Winovich. He's kind of kind of became one of their edge rushers. Who he he was kind of like an edge. He was kind of like a um a linebacker who's an edge rusher. I guess I don't I don't know what the, that's. He's kind of like a hybrid. Um, they could have gotten, for instance, a Zach Bond who has severely fallen as well. But man, oh man, like. It's it's a weird and interesting draft, man. Got to be happy for his family. It's just, it's very very weird. Bill Belichick, he's in his house. His house looks so normal too. Like I would have thought, like Bill Belichick would have been chilling somewhere cool, but. It's like, no, that, like, that looks like my house. Like my old ranch house in Weir, Texas. Man, that's so weird. Tennessee Titans, Mike Vrabel. Apparently Mike Vrabel, man, he had a dude in a Frozone costume. He had one of his sons with a mullet wearing his old jersey his daughter, I think, looked like a nurse. Like, she, she kind of looked like... I, I don't know. She she was in lounge clothes. I, I wouldn't say she looked like a nurse, but she was in, like, some lounge clothes, right? She looked comfortable. Apparently, a dude was sitting on a can taking a dump. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Uh, I, can't, I can't tell, but, it, man, his draft room was weird. Tennessee Titans now. Their pick is in. Let's see it. Christian Fulton, bang, bang. There you go. Damn, did he fell. But man, oh man, Christian Fulton on that defense. That defense, by the way, for Tennessee was fantastic last year. But when you look at who they just added. First round corner. Damn it, I wanted Christian Fulton to fall to the second round. Or third round. Excuse me. There's not 64, uh, 62 picks in the second round. I guess because of comp picks. Comp- compensatory picks. Like, like apparently, like, there's, there's three more picks. There's the 62nd, the 63rd, and the 64th. Potentially with more on the way. Ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> So yes, um, Christian Fulton, he will be, he'll be, he'll be a Tennessee Titan and he will help out that defense and that defense, the eight, not the defense, the division just got a whole lot better tonight. Make no mistake about it. Not yesterday, tonight, not over the weekend, tonight, Christian Fulton and I think, um, Michael Pittman Jr. And who else did they get? And I'm not talking about the Texans because the Texans, they should have gotten a doggone offensive lineman for uh, Deshaun Watson instead of signing Laramie Tunsil. But doggone it, man, they got so many guys in that division now, offensively and defensively. I can't wait to see the matchups next uh, next year. Or more specifically, I can't wait to not see the matchups because I don't really watch a lot of the AFC South. Matt LaFleur, Brian Gutkuntz. I can see why now he doesn't like people mispronouncing his name. 
they're now talking. They're now doing something. Man, I didn't expect Jordan Love to be drafted at all. So, um, it's anyone's guess who they're going to pick up. Who? Mel Cap Mel, Mel Kiper just say uh, just said it. Well, I think Aaron Rodgers is just gonna be happy. <laughs> oh God, I gotta love it. Oh AJ Dillon, I'm like who? They said running back. I'm like, he's not even in my board. Where is AJ Dillon? He's like a fourth round draft pick that they just got in the second round. What are the Green Bay Packers doing? What are they doing? Is he serious? Hold on. Let me let me make sure that I'm not tripping on this. Let me look him up as an NFL draft prospect. I'm like, wait, what? Good backup who could become a starter. Okay, that's fine. You know what? I'm fine with that. No, I'm not. Here's the thing. Here's why I'm not, hold on. Let me let me go back to my board here. I mean, I guess there wasn't really anyone that they could have taken at this position at wideout. You may have been able to take in a tight end like Adam Troutman, but a, a, a little bit of a reach. Thaddeus Moss is probably a third rounder, but there's not really a, a lot of great picks for you here if you're the Green Bay Packers. Offensively, that probably wouldn't be a reach. You could maybe address the defense, but probably, apparently the GM did not call Aaron Rodgers to tell him that they were drafting a tight end, not a tight end, a quarterback. So, they take a quarterback and then a running back, even though they already have Dalvin Cook, who I think had like over 1,100 yards last season. Dalvin Cook was, not Dalvin Cook, Aaron, what's his name, Cook? Dalvin Cook plays for Minnesota. What's his name, Aaron... Aaron, I'm just going to type in Aaron running back in a Google. Aaron Jones. There we go. What was his numbers last year? He had 1,000 yards, 4.6 yards a carry, 16 touchdowns. Incredibly efficient. Three touchdowns through the air, 474 um, yards through the air. Over 1,500 yards from scrimmage. That's a pretty... Pretty good production. Excuse me. Uh, no. Yeah, no, wait. Yeah, there is either 63 or 64 picks. I don't know how many. We'll see. I think Kansas City is on the board right now. And then maybe I think it's Seattle. I'm not sure. We'll find out. I'm almost caught up to the live broadcast, which is fantastic. Because last night, um, I ran out of fast forward or I ran out of like space on the recording and it only recorded for four hours. It should have recorded for more. And I had almost missed, like, two draft picks being selected. So keep in mind, um, the first round is a lot longer than the second and the third, than, than pretty much all of the other rounds, like, just as a broadcast, right? So, uh, hold on. So it, it's obviously going faster. I think it's been about two and a half hours, maybe. And they should be done. But Andy Reid, Brett Veach, general manager of Kansas City, they are now on the clock. Seattle is up next after them. Who do I think the Kansas City Chiefs could get? Maybe an interior defensive lineman like Neville Gallimore. 
There has not been a lot of the, the interior guys that I thought that would have been selected selected in this round. But um, I think they could go defense to disrupt the passer. They have a defensive end in, in Ford. They got Terrell Lewis, Alabama's linebacker, slash, I think, edge rusher. Yep. It was Roquan. I, I got the picks confused. I thought it was Roquan Davis that was Terrell Lewis. I thought it was an edge. I thought Terrell Lewis was, um, not Terrell Lewis, but Roquan Davis was the edge rusher. Here we go. Mel Kuyper is talking about something that I don't really care about. <laughs> I'm being honest. I don't care that much. All right. Still got a full round. This is probably going to go late until... Like 11 o'clock tonight. I'd put some money. Andy Reid, Brett Veach. May go defense here. I don't know. I don't, I don't think corner. I don't think corner here. However, I do think that they could potentially go out and get... Uh, I, I, I think interior defensive guy. I don't know what their status of their offense is, uh, what their offensive line is, but I think an interior defensive guy. By interior defensive guy, I mean interior defensive lineman. Weirdly enough, Kansas City has no fans either, which that's that's not that big of a surprise. Let's see. Willie Gay Jr., Mississippi State linebacker. Didn't I say they were going defense? I thought they were going to go interior defensive lineman. He was apparently suspended for eight games by NCAA for academic violations. Nine other Mississippi State players also suspended. Injured Mississippi State quarterback um, Garrett Schrader in practice fight before Music City Bowl, according to multiple media reports. Those are his off-the-field issues? (laughs) They're like, these are the -the off-the-field issues that everybody should be aware of. Like, so, he pretty much is a part of a culture. Well, Dak was from that culture. Dak was from Mississippi State. How did they cheat? They cheated. Just say they cheated. Don't say they, for academic... Well, what were the violations? They cheated, right? They cheated. Okay. So, they cheated. By the way, Carolina traded up uh, in the draft with Seattle, and um, now they're going to pick at number 64 instead of Seattle. So, there you go. But Willie Gay Jr., out of Mississippi State, bomber of a linebacker. And I thought they needed help. I thought Kansas City, they needed help at linebacker. I didn't really know who their linebackers were, which is why I was like, they probably need help because I can't tell you who their linebackers are. I can tell you D. Ford is an edge rusher. Chris Jones is their interior guy. Um, Tyron Matthews is their, is their freaking, um, is their safety and their edge, not their edge rushers. And their corners are pretty much non-existent. Their corners stink. So, I was like, okay, they're they're pretty much just going to play big ball. They're going to play over the middle with um, Willie Gay Jr. and they're gonna they're pretty much just going to be that team that's going to have a great front seven, kind of a bad back end. And they're like, we don't care. We got Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> oh my god, that, that's their that's their scheme. That's their plot. All right, Carolina Panthers. They're up next. Willie Gay, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Carolina. 
Eric Stone Street is there as well. He's dressed like Andy Reid. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's hilarious. But there's like no Kansas City fans. Give Randy a ring. Randy Reid, not Andy Reid. I love it. I love it. Eric Stone Street. He's the um he's Cam from Modern Family if you don't know him. Big Kansas City fan. Kansas City Chief fan. I think the third round should get going here. Uh, Carolina Panthers, they got their 64th pick. They're going to get the safety out of Southern Illinois because I fast-forwarded way too fast. Jeremy Chin. Help out that back end as well. Who did they get? They got Derek Brown. Did they trade back? I don't know. Oh, here they go. They got Yeeter. They got Jeremy Chin. They got... Uh, Derek Brown. So they're going all defense. And they just pretty much in two rounds, they pretty much just reorganized their draft here. So <clears throat> they're not even pausing for the third round. They're just going to be like, well, we got, we got, we got picks to sort through 24. What do you want us to do? We got to go. We got to go fast. Like, they don't, they're like, what do you want us to do, 24? We got, like, another round to get through in, like, an hour and a half. We don't want to be here all night, 24. All right, here we go. Bengals. Logan Wilson, linebacker. I don't know where he's from. But he's pretty much the best player right now, probably at his position. Logan Wilson, I saw some of his tape. I was like, man, I like this guy. I thought he would have fallen. He's from Wyoming. I thought he would have fallen. Like, 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 I wanted Logan Wilson. I wanted him as a linebacker in the third round. I was like, come on, like, come, come, come on. He's going to be there for us, right? Nobody wants him. Cincinnati drafts him top of the third. Fantastic. So, he's playing freaking in coverage. Oh my god. He drops back in a coverage and he just destroys somebody. Apparently he's also playing a, as a freaking outside or inside wide receiver. Goes up the middle. Showing his versatility offensively and defensively, by the way. Bang. Touchdown. That's an easy money. Somebody needs to tackle him. Put hands on him. Bang. Showing his ability to play Mike not Mike linebacker. What is it? Like inside or outside? I don't know. Outside linebacker? There you go. I think. I don't know. No, he's an inside linebacker. Get it together, 24. <clears throat> Washington is up next. For Washington, the pick will now be in. He's going to he's going he's going to freaking Cincinnati, like Joe Burrow and like somebody else. They're gonna be teammates. It's gonna be a very, very interesting draft. Not draft, but year. For the Bengals. We'll see. Washington got their pick. Washington just got another running back. And Antonio Gibson. Now. Washington. They have Darius Geis. They have Adrian Peterson. Neither one of those. Are. Neither one of those are like lock-ins. Right? In the next three to four years. When you, you when you think about those two draft picks specifically. Not draft picks. Antonio. Uh, not Antonio Gibson. Sorry. Darius Geis. 
and Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson is probably going to retire in the next couple of years. He's getting older, so his play will decline naturally, as it does for a running back. And like not in and, and Darius Guys has injury is, has is injury prone, or he, at least he has issues playing at the very least the most physical position in all of football. That's not very good. So you need to shore up that position. You need somebody else. You need to get Antonio Gibson. Makes sense. Like, do they have any? Oh, yeah, they need an offensive lineman. Josh Jones is still there. (laughs) I'm like, oh, wait, they need an offensive lineman. Josh Jones is is still there. He's fallen. He is severely fallen. We'll see. We'll see. Detroit. Let's see what happens here. Let me take a swig of my water here. Let's see. Detroit just got Julian Okwara. So they're talking about Julian Okwara. His brother got drafted by the... um, by the Giants, but then he got, then he moved on to the, uh, what's it called? Where did he move to? His brother moved to Detroit. Technically, wasn't moved to Detroit, but now he's a Detroit Lion. So now the brothers, the linebackers, I don't know if they're linebackers, but Julian Aquora is a linebacker. He will now be a Detroit Lion. Um, kind of a head scratcher. Like, I don't know. At this point, it's like in the third round, it's kind of like, you know, the, again, the quality of picks kind of goes down, obviously, as the rounds go down. But it's like I'm trying to think of, like, team needs and what exactly they need. They address the issue at running back. They got a corner. They can now show up the middle of the field with Julian Aquora. Okay. Okay. Not a bad pick. <clears throat> I just have no idea who their safeties are. That's not a good... And I know... I, I may not know... Like, if I know a position... That's that's either good. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of football. Not not a lot of football, but a lot of Detroit football. Okay, Jess just got Ashton Davis, safety out of California. I'm like there you go. I'm like there's the safety. But anyways, going back to Detroit, I was thinking to myself, I'm like I don't really know that much about their safety position, so I'm like okay. Maybe they pick up a safety here because usually if your team has a good... Usually it's like I can tell you like a good component of every single team in the league, probably besides Cincinnati because they don't have a lot of good components. Um, but I was like, okay, you know, maybe we can... Maybe they have somebody here. Maybe they can... Maybe maybe they have somebody at safety. We'll see. But who did they get? Who was the safety? The Jets just got a safety. Ashton Davis. Out of cow. Bang. They're showing his ball skills right now. Bang. Great catch by Ashton Davis. How many safeties are on the board now? They pretty much took everybody. Yeah, they took Ashton Davis. Terrell Burgess is still there. K- uh, Kayvon Wallace, he's still there as well. But uh, all of the safeties in the first and second round that were first and second rounders pretty much got taken either in the second or right now with Ashton Davis. 
Seattle, they traded back again to some pick. I don't know where they picked, but they traded back to the third round. Their draft pick is coming up. I don't know why Seattle just trades out of rounds like they don't need players for their quarterback or for their team. It's, it's very, very weird to me. Like, why not, why not get an actual football player for Russell Wilson instead of having him run around and dance and dance and dance and dance and stand? It, just get him a freaking player, man. Jets have had, have had a very, very solid draft today. They got Mekhi Becton yesterday. They got a safety helping that position uh, with uh, Jamal Adams. It could either be to replace... I don't think it's going to be to replace uh, Jamal Adams. There's no way... Like, either this is like a shot to to Jamal Adams saying, hey, we'll we'll use Ashton Davis, or it's to help the position. There's no fucking way you think that drafting Ashton Davis is going to shore up your position if you move off of Jamal Adams. No way. So, Seattle, they're like, finally, we'll go out and get somebody for Russell Wilson, Damian Lewis, probably like five, six, seven years too late. <laughs> but, you know, you, like, you'll like you take it. Guard out of LSU, Damian Lewis, helping to shore up the inside. Um, it's, it's definitely a start at repairing that offensive line. Dwayne Brown is still there. Damian Lewis can go up to the second level, as they are showing on my television screen. He can be matched up one-on-run. He can get out. He can get out there and help with the run protection or run blocking, excuse me, and pass protection. I like to see that. Hang. Yep. Hmm. Gets a chip with the uh, with the center, and he just destroys that Alabama defensive lineman. Seattle. They got Jordan Brooks, Darrell Taylor, and Damian Lewis. That's been their draft. Pretty good draft. Nah, I wouldn't say pretty good draft. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, they've gotten some guys defensively, and they've gotten their offensive linemen. So, you know, I'll, all right. I'm thinking, all right, all right. I'm not going to be overly negative if it doesn't call for it. Like, all right. They got him an offensive lineman. All right. Okay. Let's, let's see. All right. Let, all right. That's all, that's all I can say. I'm like, all right. So, <clears throat> Zach Bond, pretty much a first, late first rounder, early second rounder, and the third round. Josh Jones, first rounder, third rounder now. Matabuki, Zach Moss, Adam Troutman. Adam Troutman was a second rounder, but Matabuki, second rounder, Josh Jones, first rounder, Zach Bond, um, first rounder. They're all there. Miami is now on the clock. Um, I think this is probably Zach Bond here. Or this could be Josh Jones. I think they got, yeah, they got an LSU guard in the second round. So they could potentially be like, hey, we want to, like, you want to go defensive tackle? Not defensive tackle. Linebacker slash defensive tackle? Oh, my God. Linebacker slash defensive end? They got Kyle Van Noy that kind of, he fits that position kind of pretty well. Um, But Zach Bond will 1,000% be there. What do you want to do? So now apparently I'm going to get read a story time by Roderick Dell because he's too tired to stand up. Can't really blame him that much. It's been like two, three hours. Brandon Jones. Who did they get? Safety out of Texas. Unable to work out at Combine because of a labrum issue. 
So you just lost Minka Fitzpatrick. You literally have nobody. <laughs> like you have literally nobody at created 100 page research binder before combine. Why? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, why? Why did he do that? But Brandon Jones, he's kind of been the story that um that uh, that the NFL's really been pushing. Um, I think he has a brother who um, who overcame cancer, who beat cancer, um, which is fucking phenomenal. And um, I I have not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know who he is. <laughs> I, I, I like. I hate Texas. I hate you. Not not the state. The school. University of Texas. You're an embarrassment to the state of Texas. But I haven't seen any UT football. Um, so I've not. Like I don't know who he is. So maybe he's a good draft pick. I don't know. But we'll see. Hang. Going sideline to sideline. Pretty much. Going from the middle of the field to the opposite side of the football field. I mean, technically, I mean, he was going, like, from right to then left, and he had to chase him down. He's tracking the ball. That's a pick. Yep. Cuts the route. Great job. They're showing his ball skills. They're showing his ability to read the de- the defense to make plays. Two attack of Aloha, Austin Jackson, Noah I, Robert Hunt, Rokron Davis, and Brandon Jones. Kind of like some of those picks. Baltimore's pick is now in. Then it's going to be Arizona, then Jacksonville. Let's see what happens with Baltimore. Let's see. Justin Matabuki, defensive tackle out of Texas A&M, going to, going to the Ravens. And let me say this. Ravens just got a whole lot better this draft. They got Patrick Queen. They got Matabuki. And they just got J.K. Dobbins for Lamar Jackson. Thank you very much. They just, oh my God, they just scorched everybody. They just said, hey, watch this. <laughs> you, th- you, think, you think we're not about to get better in this draft? We are about to become a hellraiser for whoever's going to play quarterback. Jesus Christ, man. Joe Burrow, Lamar, not Lamar, he's on the team that, that Matabuki's going to be on. Joe Burrow. Uh, what's his face? Baker Mayfield. Who else? Ben Roethlisberger. He doesn't have a center anymore. Maurice Pouncey just retired. Good luck if you have to play up against Baltimore this season. Keep in mind, Patrick, he's going to play up against him. Deshaun Watson, without pretty much an offensive line, is going to have to play. I feel bad for Deshaun this season, man. His team is getting him. Nobody. Nobody, man. Like, what are you guys gonna give him some damn help? You don't gotta you don't gotta give him everybody, but give him give him somebody to throw the dang on football to. Jesus Christ. Are you guys gonna give give, give Watson somebody to throw the dang on football to? Give him some maybe not throw the dang on football, but protect his ass? Sweet baby Jesus, man. Arizona Cardinals. <clears throat> for some weird reason, they have the owner because he's like, well, you know what, Jerry, and he's not the GM, right? He's the owner. He does nothing. And they're like, let's show the owner because we can. So now, there we go. Holy fucking shit. What a great draft for the Cardinals. They got Isaiah Simmons in the first, and they just stole Josh R- Jones Josh fucking Josh, excuse me, Josh fucking Jones 
in the third round who should have been a first rounder. Oh my god, dude. Stole him out of thin air. Stole him. And now he, he he's that guy. Like, they pretty much just got the guy that they probably, like, a, a guy that you would have wanted in the first round, in the third round, and they got a guy in Isaiah Simmons that's just an absolute just monster. This, like, that that was perfect by the Arizona Cardinals. Great job by them. Jesus Christ. They got Josh Jones, and they got Isaiah Simmons, and I think they got somebody else in the second round. No, they traded away DeAndre Hopkins. They didn't get anybody in the second round. But geez, sweet baby Jesus, man. That's a that's a phenomenal job by the Arizona Cardinals, making do of what they need to do. Jake Fromm is still there. He's still chilling. Um, Jacksonville, they're all, they're, I don't know why people are thinking that Jacksonville is going to take a quarterback here. Why would they take a quarterback? Somebody had a hat on. I don't know. They had a they had a hat. I don't know what team. I, the, the camera isn't very good, so I can't even see what team it's for. But Jake Fromm is there. I think Jake Fromm could probably be a third-round quarterback here. They caught him, too. <laughs> they caught him taking the hat off, too. What hat was that? That couldn't have been an NFL hat. Hold on. Oh, it was. It was. It was apparently a, a freaking hat that it was an advertisement. I don't know what it was. It was a sponsor. I don't know. That whole sponsorship advertisement bullshit in college football is so fucking dumb. It's like, it's my image. It's my freaking name. It's my personality. You make video games, you put me in advertisements. It's like, I can't cash up on my own name. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, if I'm a part of a multi-billion dollar organization and I can't even get a cent, oh, I get scholarships. Oh, I get a free education. It's like, well, have you looked at some of the dorms on campus? They suck. Some of the food is, I mean, it depends on where you go, but it's like, some of the food is okay. The facilities are pretty good, but it's like I'm not necessarily going to slap you on the ass and kiss your ass and suck your dick if you're going to give me something free that you're making billions of dollars off of. It's like, come on, piss off. Jacksonville's up next. Why would they take a quarterback? Well, I mean, I guess they could take a quarterback here in Jake Fromm, but it's like Neville Gallimore is there on the inside. You just lost Calais Campbell. This 1,000% should be Neville Gallimore here. There's no way it's not Gallimore, right? It makes perfect sense. Because it's like, you get Gallimore, right? You just lost Calais Campbell, who's pretty much a hybrid. He, he could play edge for you. He could play interior for you. But it's like, whoever, like, he's there. The dude is there. Whoever you want. Maybe not whoever you want, but the, but the dude that you want to have essentially a replaced... Clayus Campbell, he's there. Roger Goodell looks tired, man. I think they got Gallimore. No, Devon Hamilton out of Ohio State. So now, Neville Gallimore fell once again. He's falling even harder. I'm pretty much at the live broadcast, so I'm just going to go to it right now. 
They got Neville Gallimore. They didn't get Neville Gallimore. They got Damon Hamilton. Jordan Elliott is still there, by the way. Ugh. Sweet baby Jesus. Yeah, but Devon Hamilton is... He's... I mean, alright. Okay. Saints pick is in. I have no idea how the um, the draft order is, but the Saints, they gotta pick. Who are they gonna get with Goodell? There we go. Zach Bond. Wisconsin completely forgot about him because he fell and he fell hard. They just got Zach Bond. The Saints just said, "You guys want to, you guys want to give us Zach Bond? We'll take him." And they did. <laughs> like that's not that funny. Get over yourself, twenty-four. You think you're a comedian? No, you're not. You're an idiot with a microphone talking about football. Yes, Zach Bond out of Wisconsin going now to the Saints. Again, another steal. Arizona got Josh Jones. The St. Louis, um, not the St. Louis. What are their names? Uh, St. Louis. God, God damn it. The Saints, not the St. Louis. The Saints got Zach Bond. So they both just got first round draft picks. Again, what I was talking about earlier, excess of riches. There's way too many guys. Hold on. There's way too many first rounders in this year's draft, like players that probably could have gotten drafted in the first round. So they're going to slip to the second and third round. There was not a running back that was taken in the first round or a safety. I have to tell you something. And there's a lot of good safeties in this draft. A lot of good running backs in this draft as well. Detroit Lions, they're up next. I think their pick is in. They're showing how disruptive of a passer, not of a passer, but as a player, Zach Bond can be. I thought that the Patriots would have picked him because he fits that that hybrid defensive end slash linebacker position very well. Um, because you can flex him, you can put him in a four three or three four, and that's essentially why I was like, okay, the Patriots would have wanted him, uh, the Saints would have wanted, uh, the Saints obviously would have wanted him because they run um, a similar t- style of offense like that, where they they have a linebacker rushing the quarterback as well. Like there's certain. There are certain aspects to defenses and certain philosophies that teams like. The Patriots, they're they're just a they'll they'll do they're they're a defense that does whatever they want to do. They're special like that. Saints are up are on deck. Um No, they're not on deck. They just drafted Zach Bond. Now it's who else is on deck? Who who else is that guy? Not that guy. The team, the Lions. Oh my god. I'm losing my mind here. I don't know if you can tell. But Detroit, they're up next. They got eight picks remaining. Again, quality of picks are going down steadily. Not even steadily, but heavily since the second round. But yes, there are still some defensive linemen here. Let's see what Roger Goodell wants. Who do they get? Who? Jordan Elliott, I think? Hold on. My bad. Jonah Jackson. Who? Guard out of Ohio State. Okay, help out that interior position. Interior offensive position in Detroit. I cannot fucking sit still right now. Jesus Christ. I'm like, sit, sit your ass down, 24. Now I can kind of just have the live broadcast. 
kind of like simultaneous because I'm I'm caught up. Like everything is everything is caught up here. So I'll just go to the live broadcast here. Or I'll just or I'll just stay on the recording. It really doesn't matter which one I do. But now they shored up some um not shored up some position, but they helped out the interior position for Detroit because they definitely needed it, I guess. I don't really know that much about Detroit. Again, it's kind of like the um the back end for I forgot which team that drafted that um that drafted that safety. I was like, I don't know anything about that team. I don't watch that team's football. It's kind of like that with Detroit. I don't watch. Oh yeah, it was it was Detroit. I was like, I don't watch Detroit football. I don't know who they got at safety. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, I don't I don't know anything. I'm like, why am I trying to pretend? But yep. Jonah Johnson, Jonah Jackson, excuse me, out of Ohio State guard, he will now be a Detroit Lion. Tampa Bay. Okay. Roger Goodell just talked about his M&Ms that nobody asked him about. (laughs) Buccaneers got uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, another good running back out of Vanderbilt to help out with Tom Brady. He's a smart guy because he's from Vanderbilt, so guess what? He's going to be able to get get all the hand signals. I don't know what the hell uh, that, that freaking Tom Brady does as a quarterback, but he's going to be a really, really nice fit for Tampa. They needed a running back. They got a running back. Now that running back in Keyshawn Vaughn, love his name already because it rhymes, is going to be a really, really nice fit for Tampa because they needed a running back. And he's got juice. All right, bang. Runs through the holes, runs straight up the gut. That's what you want to see from your running back. And when he hits the juice, when he hits that nitrous, when he hits the gas, he is gone. Bang. Is going up. Put two fingers up. Because he's gone. (laughs) I'm like, just say deuces. Bang. Just showing it. I guess he can only run through the tackles. I don't know. I mean, they're only showing him running through the tackles. They're not really showing him doing any outside work or ca- or catching the football or doing any screens not any screens but um any um any any pass protection any like route running I, I don't know I don't know Tampa Bay got Antoine Winfield Jr. Tristan Wirfs and now Keyshawn on Denver Broncos is up next hmm mm-mm They're going for a commercial break. I gotta take another pee break. <clears throat> I'm like, I'm, I'm liking how little I have to go to the bathroom, but I do gotta go to the bathroom, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be back in like a couple of minutes. I'll be back, cast the rest of this, um, of this third round, and then we'll, then we'll kind of have a short little moment of reflect, of reflection, excuse me, and then, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what else, ladies and gentlemen. Twenty Fourth Podcast will be back very, very shortly.
parts of the bodies all over the house in places you wouldn't think. The funny thing is the heads have never been found. Hands and feet and things like that. But no heads. short break I'm back once again all right I'm gonna just where am I I'm gonna fast forward all the way back to the draft Broncos are up next the pig is in I don't really know who they're going to get here they could get Devin Duvernay Maybe maybe they uh, the best slot receiver um, right now. The best receiver right now, I, I think. Um, they could get him right now and essentially shore up that wide receiving position. I think they may have actually gotten a second wide receiver, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just... Excuse me. Check that out one more time. Because I'm like 100% sure that they did get a wide receiver here. Denver, I think they did in their draft. I'm not sure. Let me go back all the way to uh, the second round here. Apparently, the the draft network doesn't do that, or the NFL doesn't do that. I don't know. Hold on. They get a DB out of Iowa. I can't say his last freaking name. It's a mouthful. They're going to get a DB, which, weirdly enough, I thought they would have taken a DB. God damn it, man. I I thought they would have taken a DB in the second round. I thought they would have taken Christian Fulton in the second round, if I'm honest with you. So it's very, very interesting. I'm going to go to the Broncos here and look at where, like, who they got. Let me look at who they got, their draft. Uh, who did they get in the second round? I can't, like, what? Like, show, show me. Okay, they got Jerry Judy, wide receiver, and then they got KJ Hamler. I'm like, what? Like, okay. So that's who they got in the second, uh, the first and the second round, and then they got a corner in the third. Now keep in mind, they pretty much have their defensive line shored up. They got Bradley Chubb, who got hurt last year. They got Von Miller. Von Miller is still a fucking beast. How many sacks did he have this year or last year? At third, he had eight. And then the year before that, he had 14. And then the year before that, he had 10. And then he has a shit ton of tackles, like 46, 48, 19. Like, he's a linebacker who also rushes the passer, which you don't really find that often. But they did get a corner, help out that secondary. 
I I don't know who is there. Chris Harris Jr. I mean, he's like the best like inside guy. Like he's the best nickel or slot receiver. I'm like I don't know if he can be your number one. Maybe they got that guy. I can't say his last name as their number one or their outside guy. They can use Chris Harris Jr. on the inside. I also know that he isn't signed as well. So. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Next up in the draft is the Atlanta Falcons here. Atlanta, now keep in mind, there's there's still some wide receivers that you can take here if you want. Devin DuVernay is still there. If you want a wide receiver, you could probably go and get, I think they did get an interior defensive lineman in the second round. I just can't remember who, but there's definitely dudes here if you want them. If you don't want them, um, I don't know what you're doing. Who are they getting? Matt Hennessy? Temple Center. I'm like, I'm like sometimes I'm like, because it's, it's we're getting thin on, like, you know, you know these draft prospects by name. I'm like, Matt Hennessy, who is that? This is my first time learning about this dude. Matt Hennessy out of Temple. He's a Temple center. He's going to be the new center for Atlanta. I'm surprised they did all of these like things with some of these draft picks where they're like where they're looking at the camera with ESPN and they're like, yeah, they're flexing their muscles and stuff like that. I'm like, I can't believe how many people they actually got to do this. This must be so obnoxious and painful. <laughs> He's from Temple, and um, they seem to be shoring up their offensive line. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, though, but it's like when you have probably one of the best like wide receiving cores in the league for like two or three years with Julio Jones and Muhammad Sanu in his prime and um, one or two more guys, like I, I don't know what you can do now for Matt Ryan, you know? It's kind of like he is what he is. You kind of know what he needs to win. I don't know. Jets are up next. They, um, the Falcons, they do go A.J. Terrell, Marlon Davidson. But the Jets, they are now up next. Um, if you're Jets, you can get an interior defensive lineman. I just want an interior defensive lineman to go. I think there's like one or two more guys left. My eyes are getting ridiculously tired now. I just realized as I had to go to the bathroom, I still need to do push-ups, and I'm going to go to sleep hungry. Every single time I'm like, I want to go eat something. I want to get something to eat. And da, da, da. Mm-hmm. like I go, to, like I eat something always before I, I go to sleep now. And I'm like, I always wake up with heartburn. Like, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta stop being a fatty. I gotta freaking, <laughs> I gotta freaking just like discipline myself. I'm like, nope, not going to have the cookies, the chips. What is downstairs? There's like nothing to eat. Cause I only have meals. I have frozen pizza in the fridge and, like, spaghetti, which I think I'm going to cook tomorrow. Because I want something different to eat. Because I've literally just been eating, like, frozen pizza. By the way, commercial break, so, like, that's why I'm talking about frozen pizza. But I've literally only eaten, like, frozen food for, like, a month and a half. Like, tamales I ate yesterday. I'm never eating those god-awful tamales. It, It was... There's this, there's no like genuine tamale shops near me. 
So they're all kind of like they're all they're all kind of like processed crap, you know. They're not like the good shit. So I um there there's this local brand. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name it. There's this local brand that like has its tamales like in packages and they refrigerate them as well and like freeze them. So it's kind of like you know how like Wendy's is like we refrigerate we don't refrigerate our meat and stuff like that. It's like, well, they, they literally, like, refrigerate their tamales. And whenever I went into the store, I'm like, oh, there's a tamale place near me, right? Went into the store, the shop, the restaurant. I mean, it's pretty much like a to-go place. Went in there. I go in. I order my dozen tamales. They put them in a brown paper bag. And I'm like, that's cool, you know, because usually if you're buying tamales, you want them in a brown paper bag. I pull out my fucking tamales, and they're in a fucking plastic bag. I'm like... Why wouldn't you just give me the plastic bag instead? Instead of like like acting like you're an authentic tamale place. I'm like, like if, if I I get it if you're gonna have the fresh if I I get it if you have like frozen tamales, but why wouldn't you if you're a tamale joint if you're a restaurant that's gonna sell these bitches, why wouldn't you sell them fresh, like made to order? You know, like, that's just what I like. Have the ingredients out and just make them. Or you can have them like steaming, you know, like have them in it, like like how um your cafeteria does it. Like that's what some places do; they just have them ready to go, ready to be consumed. But it's like, nope, not gonna do that, bitch. Jets are now on the clock. The pick is now in. After my short little tamale rant, I want quality over quantity. Adam Gase, Joe Douglas. Roger Goodell looking tired. The Jets get who? On defensive end out of Florida, Jabari Zuniga. Zuniga. They got him. All right. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I, I don't really have that much to say. Again, thin names here. Don't know who these players are. Jabari Zunika. They're showing some tape of him right now. They're showing him beating the right tackle, beating him to death, finishing the tackle here. Against Jake Fromm and the Georgia Bulldogs. Play action. Nope. They're gonna it's a run. And he stuffs him. It's not Swift, it's somebody else. Going up against Miami. Oh my God, he almost tackles both the quarterback and the running back. That was probably his best. That was probably his best play that I saw. So Ashton Davis, Denzel Mims, Makai Becton, Jabari Zuniga. Like I, 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 I kind of wanted to slam dunk on the Jets and praise the Patriots, but the Patriots they've kind of had an okay draft, and the Jets have had a pretty good one. They got Makai Becton, Denzel Mims, Ashton Davis, all pretty good players. Almost all, like, Denzel and Makai are, are first-rounders, pretty much, or were. Um, and Ashton Davis was a second-rounder, and they got him in the third-rounder. I don't know anything about Jabari Zuniga, but they got a great haul right there if you're the um, if you're a Jets fan. They're showing Allegiant Stadium. Excuse me, Allegiant Stadium right now. It looks finished. I think they got some other parts of the outside that need to be that need to be finished off, but for the most part, it's finished. John Gruden, Mike Mayock, the pick um, is now in. 
They have Hunter Renfro. They keep talking about Devin Duvernay, but I'm like, they, they don't need Devin Duvernay if they have Hunter Renfro and if they like Hunter Renfro. The only reason why they wouldn't pick Hunter Renfro is if they, um, not Hunter Renfro, Devin Duvernay, is if they didn't like, the only, yeah, the only reason why they wouldn't pick Devin Duvernay is if they didn't like Hunter Renfro, I guess, if that makes sense. I'm going to get a sip of my water. I couldn't tell the dude because they're showing they're showing the um, the Regus uh, not the Regus they're showing like a Raiders family. It's kind of sad, but it's it's they're talking about a son. It's it, it's sad, but I didn't know that the guy that the father was holding up a sign. I was like, hmm, that's so weird. Anyways, <clears throat> Las Vegas Raiders. Um, who are they drafting? Who are they getting? Lynn Bowden, running back out of Kentucky. You know what Baker Mayfield said about to Kentucky? <laughs> you guys you guys are a basketball team. <laughs> like, you guys are a basketball team. Lynn Bowden, um, running back for the rate. What? Third round? Uh... They got Josh Jacobs last year, and he, like, I mean, I think he was the first Raiders rookie running back that had a 1,000 yards. But apparently what people, what they're saying right now is that Lynn Bowden is, isn't going to be a running back. He's going to be a wide receiver. But they're not even showing him. What, what, what is he? Is he a quarterback? I guess he's a what? I think he's a quarterback. They were talking about him. What exactly is he? He's a so Huh? So he's a wide receiver slash quarterback. So I guess he's going to be a slot guy for them. That's a head scratcher. So they got Lynn Bolden, quarterback slash running back slash wide receiver. So, um, all right. <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right, okay, uh, okay. As I clean off my glasses. That's weird, man. That's a particular pick. Okay. I'm very confused on that play. Not on that play, but on that player. Like, is he going to be a wide receiver, or is he going to be a running back, or is he going to be a tight, not a tight end, um, or or a quarterback, or a backup quarterback? Well, I guess he could play every single position that you would want him to play. He can play quarterback, running back, wide receiver. He can be in the slot, so you can maybe run two guys in the slot, Raiders, Okay, here we go. Another pick by the Raiders. Brian Edwards, wide receiver out of South Carolina. 
I think this is their first or their second guy. So now what you're starting to see, and I ran some mock drafts that pretty much started to have a bunch of guys be taken in the third round because teams had already gotten their their wide not their wide receivers, excuse me, but their um their players in the first and the second round, and they're like, well, we can't necessarily pass out pass up on this defensive player or this specific offensive player like a running back ironically enough running back didn't get drafted until the second round but they're like well we can't pass up on this player we'll just wait for for the third round or the second round and then we'll draft a wide receiver and lo and behold now you're starting to see wide receivers be taken especially for the Raiders who apparently have who literally just consecutively drafted two wide receivers so we'll see we'll see what happens here the Dallas Cowboys, they're going to get um, probably a defensive lineman. Neville Gallimore fell 50 slots here. They apparently need a safety. They apparently need an edge rusher. You probably need a safety here. Is there another edge rusher that's available? Curtis Weaver out of Boise, I think, still is. Yeah, he's still available. Curtis Weaver, he fell. He's there. If you want a defensive lineman, I don't. Th- I think um, Burg- Burgess is still there. Kayvon Wallace out of Clemson, he's still there. I'm like, now I'm starting to get excited again because I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I'm like, ooh, I'm, I'm happy now. Let's see what happens with the Dallas Cowboys. They could get a safety. They could get an interior defensive lineman. I think Neville Gallimore is the only guy that's fallen here. Matabuki got taken. Roquan Davis. Davon Hamilton. Jordan Elliott, I think, is still on the board as well. Let's see what the Dallas Cowboys take. They've had an absolutely phenomenal draft. Just with getting CD, they also got Trevon. Let's see. Yep, exactly what I thought. They got the big boy on the inside and Neville bleeping Gallimore. And as and like as soon as I saw this pick, and and I don't know why Kuiper was like, you know what, um, uh, you know they're gonna take a a freaking I don't a, a corner a safety no, and they did he didn't even have edge rusher not edge rusher interior guy as a need for the team, and it's like. They're not going to have Gerald McCoy or Don Terry Poe, excuse me, on this football team for the next three years. Neville Gallimore, Tristan Hill are going to be your future. And when I say Neville Gallimore, he is the guy that I have wanted on this football team since February. Since I saw his big ass at that combine, I was like, I want, I want Gallimore, man. He's big. He's strong. He's powerful. He is extremely violent. I saw him hit a tackling dummy so hard. The whole point of a tackling dummy is to get hit and get back up. I saw Gallimore hit that doggone tackling dummy. It did not get back up. And we just got Neville Gallimore. I said to myself, oh, sweet Mary Joseph. Dang. He's a big boy. Dallas Cowboys just, I mean, Dallas, they're taking players that are just falling, man. They still, you know, they they probably have not, they probably will not address safety. We will continue to watch this draft, but make no mistake about it. 
the Dallas Cowboys have done an absolutely fantastic job at um at 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 getting guys for this. And Neville Gallimore lives in Dallas, Texas, too. Oh, damn. You gotta like that. I'm like, get Gallimore. He's the best, he's the best player available right now. Borderline first rounder, borderline first rounder, fell f- from the second round to the third round. He's in Dallas, Texas right now. That is exactly what you want to see if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan. You address the issues on the inside. You got the big boy on the inside. You got a corner. Damn, Dallas is coming away cleanly from this draft, man. Broncos are up next. I have no idea. Does Dallas have two third rounders? I don't think they do. Again, if I was if I was one of these teams with multiple late round draft picks, I would try and trade up. Because I'm like, especially if Kayvon Wallace, Terrell Burgess are still there, I'm like, I would, I would try and trade up. I would say, hey, take my fourth, take my fifth. I want Kayvon, and just either have him be a starter or have him be a backup player, have him be a special teams guy. I don't know. It's like you got if you're Dallas, you got two fifth rounders. You don't need. Two fifth rounders. There's definitely a team that wants two fifth rounders that would likely trade that would that would has that mentality of well, oh my god, if I trade back, I get multiple picks in the draft. This is when you want to trade back, by the way, in the later rounds. You want to trade not yeah, not trade back. This is when you want to trade up. You want to trade back in the in the first rounds. If you're a team that's trading up or not trading up, but trading back in the later rounds, I don't know what you're doing. But if I'm Jerry, if I'm Mike. If I'm Steven, I'm on the phones right now, and I'm calling up people, and I'm trying to say, hey, uh, we kind of need, maybe not need, but we, like, we kind of want that dude. We want X player, right? Maybe not X player, but we want your draft pick. I don't know what, why I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm tired right now. But if, that's what I would do if I'm Dallas. I would get on these phone calls right now. I would try and see if I can move my fourth and my fifth to get back into the uh, the third round because there is still probably a corner or a safety that you can pay take excuse me in the third round that you would be like oh okay that's that's a pretty good selection here from Dallas Dallas doesn't have depth at their positions right like they don't have uh, depth specifically at corner um, they well they they technically do they do have depth but they don't have good de- <laughs> they don't have good depth so if somebody goes down which don't necessarily want don't necessarily what you want to do or what you uh, what you want happen but it's like it's nice to have depth at that db position because they can play special teams they can play all over the field uh, again byron jones he used to play safety for the dallas cowboys until somebody with um with an eye for safeties chris richard came in and moved him to corner and now he's a pro bowl corner and now he just got a bunch of money because of chris richard Uh, let me stand my ass up. Goodness gracious, I'm stretching my ass up. Pause on that. Alright. Alright, here we go. So, Zach Moss, Adam Troutman, Devin Duvernay, and Jordan Elliott are still there. Those are the best available picks. 
I think I think they'll go with Duvernay. Or they'll go with, no, they already have two running backs. Or they could get Adam Troutman. But a lot of people are like, get, Jason e- get Jacob Eason. Get Eason. Get Eason. I'm like, okay. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get players that are going to start for me here. Roger Goodell looks tired. Lloyd Cushenberry. I've heard Cushenberry. Center. LSU. That's what I, I'm like. I'm like, where have I Hoyd, heard, Hoyd, heard Cushenberry before? Because I'm like, I know he's a good player. This guy, probably a second rounder. And now he's a third rounder. Point is, Broncos are going to get great value at this position. And the thing about the Broncos, the Denver Broncos, is that they definitely needed help at the um, at the offensive line position, especially interior wise, because they got nobody. They they really have not been able to get guys on that line since God knows when, and they got probably one of the better centers in the draft in Lloyd Cushenberry. Um, so he may, he may also play guard too. We'll see what they want. I don't know what, what they want with their center, but we'll see. But yes, they definitely, they definitely nailed it with Lloyd Cushenberry. Some of these, man, I'm not going to lie to you. I would have expected some of these teams to be an absolute dumpster fire this draft, but some of these teams, man, that I thought were going to have bad drafts are actually having pretty good ones. And the teams that I thought would have easy layup snaps, not layup uh, snaps, excuse me, layup drafts, I'm like, wow, like you guys are really struggling here. So, we'll see. I'm like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm getting really hungry, but I'm like, I'm I'm a fat fuck right now because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm inside my house. So I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, should I just go downstairs and start boiling up some pasta and cook me some pasta, like a lot? Or should I like, or should I just be disciplined, eat my push-ups, that's my dinner, and then cook me something hearty in the morning? That's what I'll do. I'll be disciplined tonight. I'll let you know how it goes tomorrow. Especially when the draft starts at 11 a.m. tomorrow morning and it doesn't stop until 6 p.m. So... I'm like, hey, I I told you we're gonna we're gonna cast every single round. I gotta move my goddamn chair, so that way I'm I stop freaking moving around it. L.A. Chargers are up next. Goodell, who's who, who are they gonna get? Terrell Lewis. Like who is he again? I think he's out of Alabama, right? Yep, he's a linebacker. I think he's an edge rusher too. Yep, he's an edge rusher, and he fell very, very similar to Zach Bond to the third um, to the third round. And he's, I think they got Kenneth Murray as well. The Chargers, wow, they just upgraded so well at defense, right? So they got Joey Bosa and Mark Ingram. I think the third, not Mark Ingram, the running back. Mark Ingram, as in the defense, not the def- yeah, the defensive lineman, but. They're showing him run stunts up the middle. They're showing him as an edge rusher. They're showing him put his hand on the dirt and just rush the passer. I think he could do everything. He's probably going to be an edge rusher in the league. But he's that hybrid linebacker defensive end that you want on your team if you want to run a 3-4, for example. Bang. 
Or you can run like a 4-3 and drop a linebacker and rush the passer. It's pretty, it's pretty much the exact same thing, you know? Indianapolis Colts, their pick is now in. It's a pretty great job by... Who, who, who just drafted his ass? Terrell Lewis? Chargers? Damn. They got Justin Herbert. They got Terrell Lewis. They also got... um. I think they got a wide receiver. No, I don't think they got a wide receiver. Who did they get? I don't know. I really, really like their draft, man. They have been absolutely... They've... Some of the, again, some of these teams have been killing it. Indianapolis Colts, they're in. It was... Was that the Chargers... No, that was the Rams because of that stupid logo. I'm like, the Chargers, they got, I'm like, they got Kenneth Murray. But then I was like, wait a second. I was like, Kenneth Murray, Terrell Lewis. I'm like, doesn't that sound like a lot? Like, that's fine. So Julian Blackman goes to Indianapolis. He's the defensive tackle from Utah. Uh, let me go back to the freaking Rams. That goddamn fucking terrible ass logo that sucks. Should have never have done it. Can't tell who's getting drafted. So it was the Rams that got Terrell Lewis. Pretty much Terrell Lewis is the black version of Clay Matthews. If you don't know, if you haven't watched Green Bay football, Clay Matthews, he's a pass rusher, but he's pretty much a linebacker playing as a pass rusher. They like running some type of a four three or a three four kind of hybrid. Where you have where you drop your linebacker and he's pretty much an additional pass rusher. So instead of rushing four, you're now rushing five. That's essentially what um, what you get with Terrell Lewis. And I'm I'm guessing that that's the same defense that they want to run next year. So that's exactly what they're gonna do. They got um, what's his face Terrell Lewis. It's exactly what you would want if you're the um, the Chargers because he just lost Clay Matthews and Clay Matthews has still not gotten signed yet. Michael Pittman Jr., Jonathan Taylor, Julian Blackman, interior guy for Indianapolis. Now, Indianapolis just got DeForest Buckner, and they can probably put in Julian Blackman on the inside as well. And they could probably run a similar scheme uh, to what I was talking about with the uh, the L.A. Rams, a 3-4 type of defense where it's like, okay, you know, you can move a guy down um, instead of him being a linebacker, he's now pretty much a pass rusher, and he's now on the edge instead of um, instead of just you know in the middle of the field. There's a lot of different ways that you can have a defense as a team, a defensive philosophy. They're showing Jacob Eason right now. They should just go to sleep. If I'm him, I'm like I'm taking my ass to sleep right now. I'm not staying up for this. I would put money that Eason is a fourth rounder. I would probably put money that Jake uh, Jake Fromm is a third rounder as well, because like, do you want to spend a third rounder on a backup? I would probably spend a third rounder on Jalen Hurts as a backup. I would not spend a third rounder, and and it would be it would be hard for me to be like, I'm gonna get a third rounder in Jalen Hurts, man. I don't know, man. See, like that, like that would that to me would be tough. However, like I, I, I don't know, Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo, their pick is now in at eighty six. Let's see who they get. 
Zach Moss, running back, I think. Yep. Running back. They have Devin Singletary, who I like. And I had, like, weirdly enough, a lot of people were projecting that the Buffalo Bills were going to get another running back. I'm like, I really, really like Zach Moss a lot. Not Zach Moss, but Devin Singletary a lot. And I'm like, okay, you know, you, you guys got yourselves a running back, even though you already had one. Okay. Now, you wouldn't necessarily, if you're Buffalo, you're not going to get Cole Beasley, if you're wondering. It's like, well, 24, wouldn't they have gotten Devin, not Cole Beasley, Devin Duvernay, excuse me, um, because you have Cole Beasley. That's exactly why you wouldn't get Cole, or not Cole, Devin Duvernay. And that's probably why they could justify getting Zach Moss. But um, at this point, it's kind of best player available. Not best player available, but kind of like it's who you want. Like need and evaluation, things of that nature. And preference over best player available. Because it's at, at round three, it's kind of not as obvious. As a matter of fact, it's not. It's it's blatantly not as obvious. Because all the best players are hopefully gone from this draft, unless uh, it's Neville Gallimore, for example. And if you're Dallas, for example, you could... I If I was fucking Dallas at this point, man, I would go shopping. I'm pretty sure they don't have another third rounder, right? Yeah, they don't have another third rounder. In fact, we are... We're the 87th pick in right now. There is, I think, 35 picks in this, in this round. I think we're at pick number 20-something, right? Let me see it. We're at pick number 23. So there's 12 more picks that we got to go through. But um, if I'm Dallas, I'm trying to I'm trying to get back into the draft because Curtis Weaver is still here. I think a linebacker. Akeem Davis-Gaither. He's still here. If you want him as a linebacker, you could probably put him on special teams. You could probably use him when Sean Lee retires. There's a lot of people that you could have at that position. Um, uh, not at that position. There's a lot of like places that you can use him at that position. And there may be a corner. Bryce Hall from Virginia. He's still here. I can't say his name, but he's a guy from Mississippi State. Not Yeah, Mississippi State. And Darnay Holmes out of UCLA. Troy Pride Jr. as well out of Notre Dame. Um, but they're all there. You can leverage probably one of these fifth rounders. And maybe your fourth. Apparently people are starting to speculate this is when they get either Jake Fromm, Jason Eason, somebody else. Patriot fans, one guy isn't even booing because he's like, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction, Roger Goodell. Afrony Jennings, outside linebacker for the Patriots. Roger Goodell, I'm not going to lie to you. He got up. He stood his ass up. He's like, boo me, Patriot fans. Boo me. Like, Patriot, like one of the Patriot fans was like, I'm not going to partake in this shit. Afrony Jennings. He's he's a he's essentially the Terrell Lewis. When I thought that um, what did I think? I thought that the Chargers got him again. It's that damn logo, but he's that he's essentially again another variation or a version of Terrell Lewis, a linebacker slash edge rusher that can 
that can kind of flex the position, right? And it's exactly what the Patriots love doing. The Patriots, they have they had a guy called uh, Kyle Van Noy who could essentially rush the passer, drop back into coverage, play the run. He could pretty much do everything for you. That's essentially the Anthony Jennings, the Terrell Lewis's of the world. Those are the guys that you want. Patriots only going defense. Kyle Duggar, Josh Uche, outside linebacker. Anthony Jennings, outside linebacker. Again, they play the exact same position pretty much. So they're like, well, we lost, I think, Jamie Collins and also Kyle Van Noy. So they're like, well, we got to get two of the same players. So second, third round, that's who they got. Patriots, they love that position a lot because that position they use to flex um, a lot because they they sometimes use the linebacker either as, again, a pass rusher. They drop that linebacker back into coverage. They use it to stop the run. They like having a bunch of different linebackers on that football team to be able, situation-wise, right, because the Patriots, they're more of a, a team that schemes for players, or in, in other teams, right? So they're like, well, we got to have versatile players so that way we ourselves can be versatile. And that's exactly why you see them draft in two consecutive rounds outside linebackers slash edge, edge rushers. The Patriots, they, they traded down. Yeah, I'm like, they must have had two. Oh my God, I apologize. Um, What pick are we at? We're at 88. There are 106 picks in the in the third round. So, it's almost 10 o'clock. We're probably going to be here for another hour. I hope you're comfortable cuz I am. I'm very comfortable. I'm in my la- I'm in my lazy boy. I wish I could freaking recline fully, but my microphone would be like in a weird place. I need a microphone stand. I think that's the issue. Like one of those things that you can attach to a desk. But then it's like my microphone would have to be, well, yeah, it could work like right over here. Yeah. All right. I don't know. It's like at the same token, it's like, do I really like, do I really need a microphone stand during a pandemic? Obviously not. But it's like, at the same token, it's like, you also have to think about it like this. It's like, well, how, like, do I really want to like, like I have stuff that I bought before the pandemic that's coming in like the next couple of months. I, I bought Cyberpunk 2077, uh, the the hard copy, the hard disc and things of that nature. And it's like, do I want to get, do I want to like cancel my order and download it digitally instead because of, you know, obviously the pandemic or do I want to like keep it? I don't know. We'll see. I have something coming in, like, the next two months. It's supposed to be, like, an art book or something like that. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm watching a bunch of advertisements right now. The Browns, they're on the clock. They're on the clock right now, so we'll see. By the way, I should mention this little side note, just in case if you're interested in Cyberpunk 2077. There is this, um, this like... My computer's on, uh, not my computer, my freaking keyboard is almost out of battery. There's this little, like, um, there's this clip of Cyberpunk 2077 gameplay that's on the internet. I have no idea how, how people found this, but they have it. I don't know, man. 
it's like buried in Reddit because I think I'm on the official Reddit post for Cyberpunk, Reddit page for Cyberpunk 2077. I can't freaking find it, but can you hook up a Xbox One controller to a PS4? I don't know. I would assume not, but that would be awesome if you could because I'm not that big of a fan of. Well, I also hate having to freaking buy batteries for my bitch and for, for my freaking controller. Cleveland's on the board. Who could they get here? I think another interior guy. I think Jordan Elliott is still here. He could be a really, really nice fit for Cleveland if they want him here. I'm I'm serious. If I'm Dallas, I'm leveraging my fourth and my fifth to go up and move to the uh, the third round. That may be a little bit too much, but um, or I could leverage two fives and be perfectly fine there. I think that's what I'll do if I'm Dallas. I'm like, hey. You want my my fifth round picks? You want both of them? Take them. I don't want them. <laughs> That's what I would do if I was Dallas. Just get just leverage your two fifth round draft picks. It's gonna be okay. It's like nobody wants uh, like like who are you gonna get in the fifth round, man? But the Browns are on the board. They're they're writing some stuff down. The GM is on the phone. Kevin Stefanski. Oh no, he's the head coach. Andrew Barry, I thought was a head coach. He's the GM. Browns are already having a great first round, or not first round, but draft. They got Grant Delpit, Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle out of Alabama, protect Kyler Murray's uh, behind, and make sure his behind isn't on the ground because he just got hit yet again by one of these defensive ends. They're just beating the crap out of his <laughs> out of his offensive line. Grant Delpit is gone. Jedrick Wills is still there. No, he's not. Grant Delpit and Jedrick Wills, they're still there. They're going to Cleveland. I should have said that. I don't know if you can tell. I'm very tired. All right. So they're showing Baker Mayfield. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 7, 8, and 1. That's apparently the best record for Cleveland since 2007. They stink. (laughs) They really, really stink. And then they hit 2019... 6-10, 6-10, fire Freshy Kittens, part ways with the GM, John Dorsey, and that was the end. ESPN has some pretty freaking cool graphics, man. Browns should 1,000% be able to get somebody here that they want. Just depends on who they want. That's really all that depends. Not even depends, but that that's really all that... that um, that matters. It's like they could get any they could get dudes that they really want, man. Or they could get somebody who they want that's not very good. They get somebody that they want that's good, they could get somebody that they want that's bad. The pick is now in Browns. I would not I I maybe hmm, we'll see. I was about to say slot receiver or receiver in general, but now I'm kind of throttling back on that. So, Roger Goodell is talking about donations and things of that nature. Jordan Elliott, defensive tackle out of Missouri. They got him. 
So he's making no mistake about it. One of the best defensive tackles in the draft. Yet again, Andrew Barry. I don't know the head coach's name. But that GM, Andrew Barry, new guy. I think he was with Lincoln Riley or somewhere else before he became a GM. This has been a very solid. Like, you would not. Like, if I told you a team was going to get. Andrew Thomas, Grant Delpit, and then Jordan Elliott, and the draft, I like you would probably think, oh, that's a pretty good draft. Who's that team that drafted them? Oh, the Browns? The Browns did that? The Browns, the embarrassing Browns that stink? The Browns, they got Jordan Elliott, they got uh, Grant Delpit, and Andrew Thomas? Wow. What happened to the Browns? They're not drafting kickers in the first round anymore, I guess. Even though I know it's like a joke, and I don't think Cleveland has ever done something as stupid as drafting a, a kicker in the first round. Never draft a kicker in the first round. Why would you draft a player in the first round that's not going to play? Oh my god, that's not me farting. I'm standing up with my lazy boy, because I've been sitting down for like three fucking hours. It's like the opposite of what Roger Goodell has been doing. I'm going to like recline my goddamn chair. Goodness gracious, man. Ah. Let me recline. It's an electric lazy boy. Oh, my legs finally have it like a footstool. Roger Goodell, who's he talking to? Who? Camler Dantzler. Vans a make a dance. Vans a make a dance. Uh, I think that's um, another another guy. Yep, Cam, uh, Cameron Dantzler. He is a third rounder, 1,000%. Bang. This picks off a quarterback. Quarterback pretty much just threw it into double coverage because Dantzler made a hell of a play on the football. I like that about Dantzler already. He's, he's They're showing him actually freaking tackling. What do you look at that? Just beating people in press coverage. Bang. That's what you want to see from your from your corner. Looks like he's a guy in press. Looks like you can blitz with Pressler. Knocks out Joe Burrow. That's what you want to see as well. Going up against the best. LSU. Dancer. They're showing him in zone. In press. Blitzing. Playing the run. Dude, are you serious? Dancer. Going to freaking Minnesota? I wish I might. I wonder if he's going to play the nickel. I mean, they have what? Like two corners? I know they signed one corner. They got two corners this draft. They got Gladney, right? So it's like, well, would you would you want to, for instance, get another corner as well? I don't know. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter. You got another one already. So it doesn't... Like, it's like, what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Texans, they're on the phone right now. Again, if I'm Dallas, I'm looking at getting back into the third round. Nobody, like, the guys that, you, like, he's, Bill O'Brien is putting up his hands. I'm not, I don't like getting two fifth round compensatory picks. I hate that. Why would I like that at all? Bill O'Brien is shouting at somebody. Dude, you're the fucking GM. Why, who are you shouting at? You're the guy that is getting the draft. Bill O'Brien is literally walking off. What is he doing?
Houston just got Jonathan Greenard out of Florida. He looks angry. And the still picture, he doesn't look happy. He looks angry. I love it. You gotta love a guy that's that's just like, I'm not gonna take a picture happy. I'm gonna be angry. Jonathan Greenard out of uh, Florida. He's they, he, they those damn Florida Gators. They only do that. They do that. That's that's that clapping thing with their hands. Jesus Christ, Raiders. They trade a pick to the Patriots, and they just moved up in the draft. Let me talk about Greenland uh, Greenard here. Um, you would think that they would maybe get an offensive line or a wide receiver. For Deshaun Watson or a running back because Calvin Johnson, that's what his name is. That's Megatron. Sorry. Don't know his name. Chris Johnson. Isn't necessarily what he was in 2016. You would think that maybe they'd get him a running back. They're like, nope, we're going to address our needs at defense because we have J.J. Watt. Right? We're going to get a linebacker. It's like if I, if I got J.J. Watt and his defense was disruptive, because of J.J. Watt, and I got Whitney Merciless, I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to get a freaking player. Not a player, excuse me. I'm not going to get a um, a linebacker. I'm going to get an offensive lineman. I'm going to get Devin Duvernay. I'm going to get literally anybody else besides a linebacker. Ross Blacklock and Jonathan Greenard out of Florida. Not saying they're bad players. Not saying that at all. I'm just saying, why wouldn't you get an offensive player? Just saying. It's like Russell Wilson all over again. It's like, when are teams going to realize that their quarterbacks aren't gods and that they aren't destructive? Get a damn wide, get him a, get him Duvernay. Get him an offensive lineman. Patriots move up in the draft. They actually trade up with the Raiders. Um, they probably leveraged some of their picks to move up. Probably a fourth rounder or something like that. Again, if I'm Dallas, I'm like, bro, this is probably Dantzler is off the field. Bryce Hall, if you really want to double up on corners, Bryce Hall is still here. Let's see what happens. Let's see. (laughs) Patriots just got a tied in in the third round. Devin Asiasi out of UCLA. They're like, fuck quarterback. We want to get we want to get every other position, offensively and deep. We're gonna get two outside linebackers in the third round, right? No quarterback, no running back, no wide receiver, and a wide receiver deep draft. We're like, eh, fuck it. We're gonna get David Asiasi. Never heard of him. In the third round. And it's not like the Patriots are gonna find players deep. They don't draft well. Make no mistake about that. Their ability is it to cultivate and draft talent? It's to be able to get players that nobody else wants from rosters that are in the NFL. They're not great at developing talent. They like to freaking go out and get players. Baltimore's up next. The Raiders, they traded their third round draft pick, and it's all pretty much defense. Kyle Duggar, Josh Uche. Anfrey Jennings, and then David Asiasi, Devin Asiasi, not David, Devin Asiasi out of UCLA in the third round. Spent two picks on outside linebackers, ladies and gentlemen. You like that? I love it. Roger Goodell, he wishes he had a lazy boy like I, like I do, because I am in full recline right now. 
almost full recline. I'm not in like full recline. I'm I'm pretty much in full recline. Let me sit up. So I got like now my legs it, like my now I can like stretch out. I just need to stretch out or I crumple up. It's either one or the other. It's not like it's not like I like to freaking just stay still. But I could sleep like this. Lamar Jackson. Um, who did they get Lamar? I don't know who they got Lamar. I don't know if they got him a wide receiver. I think they did get him a wide... No, they got him J.K. Dobbins. Get Devin Duvernay, man. Get him Devin Duvernay. He's still here, bro. Got J.K. Dobbins. You can run jet sweeps and fly motions with Duvernay if you like him. If you get him. Not like him, but you will run jet sweeps, fly motions. Get Duvernay, man. Come on, man. He's there. He's what you call easy money. This should not this should not be that hard. This is the guy that you want. Please get Devin Duvernay. Please get Devin. I'm like, I, I'm not even a Ravens fan. I'm like, please get Devin Duvernay. Please get Devin Duvernay. For the love of Christ, get, get Devin Duvernay. Please get him. Please get him. Oh my god, I'm getting tired. Still got like 10, 10 more draft picks to go. Like 15. Like 15 is, 15, 15 is close to 10. It's going to be a late night for these guys. Got to get up. I can't wait to eat that pasta in the morning. I'm going to cook me that pasta. I'm going to look up how to cook pasta tonight because I don't never cook pasta before. You're like 24. Why would you, why would you freaking, why would you, why are you excited to cook pasta? Because I'm excited to eat it, something, man. I'm hungry. Like, I ate something. It's just, I, I didn't eat like what I usually like the amount of calories. So I'm hungry. I'm like, I'm trying to be on, I'm trying to be disciplined. So, the uh, the Baltimore Ravens have had a pretty good draft. They got Patrick Queen, J.K. Dobbins, and excuse me, Justin Matabuki. Ugh, tried to burp again. Did not happen. Came back up from my recline. But um, the Baltimore Ravens, they've had a pretty solid draft. Who did they get here with this draft? With this pick, excuse me. Let's see. On the commissioner. Let's see. Devin Duvernay, Antonio Gandy-Golden. Antonio Gandy-Golden probably be here tomorrow, but we'll see. But you want a big-bodied wide receiver who can catch 50-50 balls and... Let's see. Let's see. Boom. Devin Duvernay is now a Baltimore Raven. Hold on. So both him and his twin brother, they're talking about them. They both signed with Texas, UT. Uh, They committed to Baylor. They signed with UT. I wish they would just go out of state, man, because those two, those two freaking, those two... God damn it, those two. They're showing Duvernay run in Austin. 
as a UCLA, UIL athlete, excuse me. But yeah, Devin Duvernay, one of the best slot receivers in the draft. He's going to be an absolute stud for Lamar Jackson down the field, line him, line him up outside, line him up inside. The wide receiving core for Lamar Jackson is starting to form with Hollywood Brown and Devin Duvernay. And you can still add on a couple of pieces tomorrow in the fourth and the fifth round. Really? What I'm what I would do if I'm Baltimore, I'm like, listen, let's kind of wait on Hightower and on Antonio Gandy Golden. I would not shut up about Antonio Gandy Golden, excuse me, at one point in the season. And it's like now it's like we got CD Lamb. <laughs> I'm like, that's my that's my answer to everything. We got CD Lamb. How do you like me now? Devin Duvernay, Justin Matabuki. Great value in the third round. Because both of them, especially Matabuki, probably should have been in, a, uh, in the second round. J.K. Dobbins should have been a first rounder. And Patrick Queen just fell to them. I would have, well, technically I wanted them to take Kenneth Murray. But we'll see. We'll see how good Patrick Queen will be. Baltimore, though, is having a very, very solid draft, though. gotten the guys that they need they'll get more players there's going to get a chance not it's not that they're going to get a chance they will have another chance to get even more football players john harbaugh is excited because he's like damn it we finally have two guys for lamar and he's like that's why that's why he drafted jk dobbins he's like we got jk dobbins hollywood brown and now we got duvernay I'm excited to be a Baltimore Raven now. I'm excited for him. Damn, there's like 40 picks in the the third round. It's like 65 to 106. It's an entire third round. I'm like, maybe you guys should cut short. Maybe you should cut the third round a little bit more thinner. Like, you guys started this thing at like 6 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock and we still got like 10 more draft picks. Like 10, 18. Like damn, it was it was winding it was winding down. It's like we still got like a, almost a third of a round left. Sweet baby, Jesus. Then you're running ads that don't fit the diagram of the of your broadcast. Like, doggone it! I can't believe it. Somebody pinch me. <laughs> I don't know if you know this guy. Um, if you're a new, I, I feel bad for this guy. You know what I'm gonna watch? I'm gonna watch a little bit of um, of pro gaming, esports. I'm gonna watch um, StarCraft Two. I've been watching the round of like twenty something. If you're if you if you don't know anything about StarCraft and pro and competitive gaming, you probably are like twenty four. This is the boringest thing ever. I'm trying to figure out other topics to talk about, right? But I've been watching some pro gaming, some pro StarCraft. I was going to stay up a little bit more to watch like a movie or something like that because I have insomnia and I'm like, I, I want to procrastinate me sleeping. But like, man, falling asleep to some pro gaming feels great. Eat that pussy, Fofo5. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally what his name is. <laughs> oh my God. I, I love this guy. He's a great content creator. Uh <laughs> Oh my god, he looks, he, (laughs) 
looks. He... <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> he looks like a kid that just got his that that got something stolen from him, and he can't do anything about it. <laughs> he he has an angry cry face on. <laughs> And he's he's like six, he's he's like three hundred pounds. He's six feet tall. He's a big dude, so he looks like a big baby. <laughs> oh my god, he looks so funny, man. I feel bad for him. He's a he's like a diehard Eagles fan, fucking fan. Uh, but I, man, I feel bad for him, man. They got Jalen. <laughs> they got Jalen Hurts instead of a wide receiver for uh, or an offensive lineman or a tight end or. Another wide receiver for uh, for Carson Wentz, man. I'm lighting up again because I snuffed out my candle. Then I then I, I I lighted it up before the podcast. Then I snuffed it out. I'm lighting up again because uh, it's three hours into the podcast. I like the smelling of this candle. At first, I hated it because I thought it was very very perfumey. I like it. It it, it has kind of a I like smooth candles you know i don't like pungent you know candles that have a strong scent to them i just like you know when they burn they come out smooth you know not like oh we gotta hit you we gotta lie to you right we gotta have this like really really powerful scent that just that just hits your nose and smells horrible like i like like you know like a low rider cruising down the streets you know just cruising we're cruising we're burning you know i like it when like just smooth. We're cruising down the street in my six felt, you know. That's the type of that's the type of if I um, what was that Easy E song? Cruising down the street in my six boys in the boys in the hood, boys in the hood, and all are always hard. Come talking the trash and you're pull and you when we'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, boy, because I ain't said. Sh- J.J. Watt talked about Cliff Kingsbury's house. Cliff's, Cliff Ling is living with Gordon Bombay when Hendricks put him up in that Malibu house. Mahomes is talking to him. Is talking to Cliff Kingsbury. I'm trying to have a crib like Cliff Kingsbury. Hey, Patrick, don't worry. You're going to get paid 40 plus million dollars. You're going to have a big old crib. In Kansas City, Tyron Matthew, no wonder they couldn't afford me anymore. Oh, man, Cliff Kingsbury. What the, I, I want, you know what, I want to live in a man, I want to live in a house that's half, I want to rent a house that's half as good as that doggone mansion that Cliff Kingsbury is living in. Doggone. <laughs> that damn mansion. Like, I can't believe that. I'm like, I'm like, isn't he a hedge coach? How, how does he have the money for that? He's living his best life. I ain't hating. All right, so Tennessee, they were on the board. They're like, well, let's strengthen our strength already. Let's give, let's draft Dar, uh, Darn, Darny Ton Evans, Appalachian, Appalachian State running back. How's that Appalachian State? There's not a freaking, there's not a, a state called Appalachian State. What state are you from? You're not from Appalachian. That's not American. Nope. It's not a part of the, of the United States. It's not a state in the states. That's what I meant to say. I just looked at eat that pussy fofo fives. 
his thumbnail. If you can find this thing where he's like, what are the, the, the title of the video is called, what are the Eagles doing? <laughs> if you can find this video on YouTube, man. The thumbnail is, is worth a gander alone, man. <laughs> It's it's so it's so good. It's so good, man. I can't <sighs> it's so good. Anyways, um I can't Dar- Darrington, I, I don't know who I don't know who Appalachian State got, but they pretty much got somebody who is probably gonna be their special teams returner in the third round. Somebody. They they got I don't know his name, Darrington Davis. Punt returner, running back, probably a backup. I don't know, I think the Tennessee Titans released, released, excuse me, um, what's his name? Um, Frank. Uh, oh yeah, Dion Lewis. He was the backup running back, so maybe they thought that they could get a backup and help out, help out, um, with, um, with kind of that, that, um, <clears throat> that kick returner responsibility with Darrington Davis, um, also kind of the backup running back as well. Like, we'll see. We'll see. So, Green Bay, they're up next. I don't know who Green Bay who Green Bay drafted, but they drafted some pretty weird fucking players. But Green Bay, who are they going to get now? They got Josiah Dugara. A tight end out of Cincinnati. Everybody, like, I love how everybody was like, you know what? They finally got Aaron Rodgers a weapon. (laughs) I think in, like, the second or the third round. They're like, oh, my God, Aaron Rodgers finally got himself a weapon. Aaron Rodgers finally. I got to freaking move my chair tomorrow or maybe tonight. So that, or I can move some shit around to make sure that it it can be easier for me to freaking recline. I definitely need a mic stand now because I'm like, I am feeling the effects of not having a mic stand. But what are the Green Bay Packers? Draft picks. <sighs> Let's see. Who did they get? Jordan Love and AJ Dillon. <laughs> I love how CBS has give has like a draft grade, for example. And um, they gave Jordan, they gave the, the draft pick of Jordan Love for Utah State, they gave it a D, and they gave uh, A.J. Dillon a C+. I'm like, don't they have already another running back in Aaron Jones? It's like, why would you, why would you get another running back? <laughs> All right, I'm like, it's not my org. Isn't it funny? They were in the NFC Championship game, and the decisions that they're making tonight makes me think they're not even going to get... They may not make it to the playoffs if they're... Like, the thing is, Green Bay has been very, very fortunate. A lot of people, they talk so much shit about the NFC East, but the NFC East has had three, two teams playing, like, the, the, um, I think they played in four Super Bowls in the last 20 years. That's a fourth of the Super Bowls. Uh, twice with the Eagles, they lost to the Patriots, and they beat the Patriots. Twice with the Giants, they beat the Patriots twice. 
And then on top of that, we've had like two teams in our own division go to the playoffs twice in the last four years. Like it's just, it's been a very successful division and the NFC North is like that division that everybody thinks is like, oh my God, the NFC North is great. But it's like the Vikings and the Bears and the Lions are so dysfunctional that a team without an owner is the best team in that division in Green Bay. And it's like if any of these teams had functional picks, had fun- had functional organizations because freaking Detroit and the Lions as an organization are a mess, they would take over this division. Like, look at who the like like the Packers have not drafted an offensive player since 2011. So, like I, <clears throat> I just I I don't understand it, man. Or technically, they drafted one this year with Jordan Love, but before Jordan Love, it was 2011. Think about that. You have a quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, and you're like, we don't want to give him an offense. Well, let me let me check out some of the drafts here, first round drafts. I got time. Broncos, they're on board. They're probably not going to get anybody that I know. <clears throat> like, who did Green Bay draft in the first... Or not even who they who they got in the first round. Oh, they're looking at the first first round draft picks. Let me go... To Green- no, it's, that's too much work for me to look up, like, draft picks and then, like... Like, not draft picks, but, like, entire drafts and then, like, look up where Green Bay fucked up and stuff like that. Because Green Bay, if I'm honest with you, is actually a winning football team. So, I probably have to look in the second round because they probably misevaluated a player or something like that. Like, listen, misevaluating players happens all the time in drafts. Like, you have, again, we had, we saw, for instance, tonight, we saw a lot of players, you know, that were probably first rounders uh, not get drafted. In the first round, they got drafted later on. So it happens all the fucking time with um, with the draft. And that's perfectly fine. The difference is, is that how often do you misevaluate players? Is it constantly? Is it consistently? Or does it happen every once in a while? Broncos just got more depth at defensive tackle. Who did they get? McTelvin Ajim out of Arkansas. Again, we're getting thin at players here. Hey. Let's see what he does here. Bang. He's playing the run. Gets off his block. Great job. He's a big dude. He's not very fast. <laughs> like some... Oh, wait. No. As soon as I say that, he rushes the passer. I'm <laughs> like... And he just gets off his uh, gets off the line, and he just destroys the, the the quarterback. I'm like, he's not very fast. All right, they got him. Broncos, they they went pretty much kind of the less sexy picks. Like they got two wide receivers in the first two rounds, and then they got a um, a corner, then a center, and then a defensive tackle in the third round. So they're like, yeah, let's kind of just you know not risk it and biscuit. Let's just get the layups. Kansas City is up next. Uh, is there anyone else that they can get? And I'm, by they, I mean the Cowboys. I'm trying to think of like a player that they would take. I think Bryce Hall is still is still available. A corner. 
He's a third rounder. Yeah, he's still there. Bryce Hall out of Virginia. I think. Yep, out of Virginia. Darnay Holmes. Troy uh, Troy Pride Jr. Also, by the way, look for this name. Akeem Davis Gaither. He's also there as well. Linebacker. Kansas City takes an offensive tackle with their 96th overall pick. Lucas Nyong out of TCU. I don't know. He's a right tackle. I think they have a left tackle. I think he's going to be the guy that um, that could either be a depth piece. I don't know if he's going to be a, an automatic starter. We'll see. We'll see. Looks like he plays right tackle. It does like sometimes in college, for example, you see a guy that can play inside and outside at tackle, not at tackle, but at offensive line. So, for example, um, Zach Martin, he could play. Uh, he played left tackle throughout college, but because his reach isn't like isn't that large, he moved, the, the the Cowboys moved him on the inside, and he's now one of the best right guards, if not the best guard in the entire NFL. Maybe only second to Quentin Nelson and. We'll see about Quentin because I think he only has like, what, one or two years in the league? But Quentin Nelson, he's up there. Obviously, Zach Martin, he's in there. Depending on where you play and what you play, it kind of depends on um, what you play in the league. But he looks like a right tackle. <clears throat> I just don't know if he will be a right tackle. He could be a left tackle as well. So We'll see. Cleveland at number 97. How many picks are in the second round, man? Did I seriously say 106? Let me see it. Yeah, 106. It's 97. Like it feels like I haven't gone anywhere. Like it, I'm like it feels like I haven't I haven't like I don't know, man. It just feels like I've been here for three and a half hours. <laughs> Cleveland's on the board. Who did the Cleveland Browns get? Jacob Phillips. Who is that? Interior line uh, linebacker out of LSU. Again, it looks like it's just another defensive pick for the Browns. Now, let me let me make something clear. Pretty much towards the back end of the second round, and even someone in the mid in the middle of the second not the second round back end of the third round middle of the third round. By the way, you don't really have a lot of value. Like it's it's really really hard to find players that you really love um, at this position, just because of like the names are thin. You know the guys that you would want, they're not there, and if they are there, they probably have some type of con, serious like negative red flag type of con to them, right? Maybe it's injuries, maybe it's off the field stuff. Maybe it's their play is inconsistent, things of that nature. But they have them, and it's like, do you ignore them or do you take on that risk? And again, that's for players that probably should have been a top tier pick. <clears throat> By a top tier pick, I mean like a first, second, third, uh, first, second rounder, excuse me. And they're being drafted towards the end of the of the uh, of the third round, right? But if let's say they deserve to be there in the third round, then they're probably missing some type of a piece. Uh, some something important, or they're being misevaluated, like Michael Gallup was, because Michael Gallup is probably one of the best number two wide receivers in the in the league, 
and he got drafted in the third round. So, they're showing all the LSU players selected. I don't know how many players it is, but it's a fuck ton. It's at, it's at least 10 in the last three rounds. That's a tenth of the draft going coming from one school, LSU. Baltimore is on the clock once again. What else is there? I'm surprised some of these names, like Bryce Hall, Darnay Holmes, Troy Pride Jr., they're all there. It just, I guess it depends on evaluation. <clears throat> but they're fall, they, they could fall to the fourth round, and maybe Dallas is thinking, well, we may want them in the fourth round, but they don't have a top-tier fourth-round pick. Like, they don't have a high fourth-rounder. So... They may want to get one of these guys in this um, in this year draft. Like I love how the Patriots, for example, they get a bunch of draft picks. They accumulate a bunch of draft picks, and then what they do is they leverage those draft picks to move up in the draft. So, for example, or not even move up, but to get assets in the draft, like high assets. So, for example, if you're the Patriots, you can maybe trade away a fourth and a fifth for a second or a third, and that's what you always see with the Patriots: or two fives for a third, and like. That's what they do. That's the business. Now, whether or not they get good players from the draft picks, I think, is a, is a question in and of itself. But they leverage players for picks, and that's exactly what you want to see if you're if you're um, if you're if you're um, a pay, if you're like the Patriots, like getting rid of the bad picks, like the later round picks, and getting higher round picks. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I don't know if Dallas wants to do that or not. But there's definitely guys in the third round that won't be there for them in the third in the fourth round. Depends on where they're drafting. But it's like, man, like <clears throat> I don't know. Let me Let me go with draft picks. Roger Goodell. So the Ravens got another linebacker and Malik Harrison from, I think, Ohio State. Yep, Ohio State. <clears throat> I think that's their second linebacker of the draft. Bang. And he stops the run. Seems like he's just... He's an inside linebacker, so they drop him back into coverage. He fakes like he's about to blitz. He doesn't blitz. He drops back. <clears throat> he's your traditional linebacker. He's not a flex guy. He's not gonna. He like he, he's gonna play linebacker. He's not gonna play edge. If he does rush, it's going to be out of coverage from the middle of the field. But he's not necessarily going to be like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna. <clears throat> I'm going to like he he is he is your inside linebacker. He's not a flex position. I like it. Let me um let me look up how many picks that the Cowboys have in the fourth. They have one twenty three, so so it's it's kind of be kind of a mid to early round draft pick. Then they're gonna have two f- uh, five round draft picks, and then they're not gonna have a sixth. They're only gonna have a seventh because of the compensatory fifth rounder. I would go out. 
I would leverage one of them. I would I would leverage the pick at 164 and 123 to get a third round corner. And Bryce Hall <clears throat> or I would um or I would get um Bryce Hall or who else can you get at this position? Darnay Holmes, Troy Pride Jr. Again, some of these guys you can get right now. Nobody's taking them. They're all taking like guys that Again, it just depends on, you know, your evaluation. I know I've been saying that for almost four hours straight, but it's, I'm, I've been saying it because it's very, very true. Who do they get? They get Matt Parrott, offensive tackle out of UConn, going for another offensive line pick for the Giants. Should have said the Giants are drafting. <clears throat> but he's going to be another guy. It looks like that's 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 a very very interesting pick because they drafted a I think a left tackle in the first round in Andrew Thomas, and then they got another they got a right tackle in the third round. Like when you think about it like that, it's like well they just paid Nate Solder a shit ton of money. And I think they like the right tackle as well. <clears throat> like it's it's gonna be a very very interesting next couple of months for New York because all of their guys that I thought that would have stayed, maybe not all of their guys, but some of their guys, like I felt like they would have maybe have kept. I thought that they would have gotten Tristan Wirfs because he could flex on the inside, but. They got Andrew Thomas, and they also check this out, Xavier McKinney as well. Which I think is going to be an interesting pick for them as well. We'll see. They're like, we don't want to sign Landon Collins. We'll get out. We'll go and get uh, Xavier McKinney. They apparently like line, not linebackers, Alabama safeties on the back end. Landon Collins, also a Bama boy. McKinney, Bama. Raiders are now on deck. we'll see what happens it's like 11 o'clock where i am and in vegas it looks like it's like eight or nine not even eight or nine it gets dark here fast it it looks like it's six or seven o'clock in the afternoon what do the raiders get oh fuck the Raiders got Tanner Muse safety out of Clemson. I really wanted Tanner Muse in the fourth round. Because with Tanner Muse, you could slide him in as a linebacker. You could slide... He's a safety. You could put him in as a as a linebacker. You could... Man! <clears throat> I think Tanner Muse, by the way, slightly misevaluated. I think he had um, the most tackles on the team or something like that. I, I don't know. I don't know his numbers. He was a great player for Clemson. I really liked him a lot. I was like, man, like... Like, he's fallen in, in some mock drafts to the fourth fucking round. And I'm like, f- not even the fourth round, like the fifth round. I'm like, wait, what? You want me to, you're like, Tanner Muse? Like, everyone's mis-evaluating him. I'm like, we can pick his ass up in the fifth round. No, we can't. And the funny thing is, the Raiders, they already have... A safety, I forgot his name, but they, Jonathan Abrams, there you go. Got a safety last year. Great guy. 
It's like, damn it, man. I really wanted Tanner Muse. It's like the only guy where I'm like, God damn it, I wanted Tanner Muse. <clears throat> They're getting a lot of guys from Clemson. Tanner Muse, Hunter Renfro, Trayvon Mullen, and Cleland Farrell. Raiders, they've had a shit ton of picks, too. God damn it, man. That 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 pissed me off. Whew, man. Anyways. Still, there's some third-round guys. Maybe Dallas thinks that the third round, um, some of the guys in the third round could potentially fall to the uh, to the Cowboys in the fourth. All right. Patriots, they got another pick in the third. So the Patriots, I think they got four or three third rounders. Which, you know, that's going to be great for them. I don't know necessarily if those picks are going to translate to actually on the field success. Again, the Patriots are the Patriots and they don't necessarily draft players very well. So, we'll see. I'm getting hit with a Taco Bell ad because it's not like I'm hungry enough already, which, to be honest with you, I'm not hungry anymore. I'm just frustrated that I can't eat. It's fine. It's whatever. They're showing the previous drafts. Some of the guys crying and stuff like that. They're calling it. It's not crying. It's flexing their criceps. (laughs) Like when I read, when I read, when I looked at that, when I read it, I was like, that's dumb. But when, then when I said it, I was like, that's pretty funny. Like, you got to say it. You have to have somebody clever with an interesting voice, a good voice actor come in and say, it's not, it's not that they're crying. It's that they're flexing their criceps. <laughs> Maybe a, with a little bit less severity to it. I'm getting just blasted with a John Deere commercial. I feel like the people who they're showing in these advertisements don't actually ride lawnmowers, especially not John John Deere. I saw one guy just sit up straight like he's in a class or something like that. And I'm like, listen, when I ride on a lawnmower, you know what I'm doing? I'm leaning back, especially one of like not one of those ones with with the two like levers that you push forward and reverse and like like a regular old lawnmower and stuff like that. I'm freaking slacking off. I'm 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 riding with one hand on the wheel. You know, I'm I'm just li- I'm I'm freaking lying back, you know what I'm saying? I'm relaxing when I'm riding on that damn thing. Cuz freaking mowing a lawn sucks. It's dirty. It sucks. It landscaping in general, man. If you've never lawn like I lived in Weir, I had to mow our field. We lived in a pasture. Again, we lived in a ranch house. In Weir, Texas. I went to my ranch house again. I was so disappointed in whoever owned my ranch house that I used to that I used to live in um, uh, a couple like five years ago, five six years ago. I'm like, I was disappointed in them because they don't do a good job landscaping. I'm like, why don't you landscape? Like, get out, spend like a good two, maybe three hours. <laughs> Not two, three hours, like two hours, maybe a good hour, hour and a half, freaking like just out there, just. Mowing the lawn, you know, getting busy, making sure it's happening, you know? They're like, no, we don't want to do that. We just want to freaking just not half, like half acid. And the worst thing is, is that they mowed the front of their house. They didn't mow the back of it. So it's like, bro, I can see that you didn't tend to the lawn. That sucks. Clean it up. 
They're showing some of the other guys. Oh, Curtis Weaver is still there. I completely forgot about him. Akeem Davis Gaither is still there. James Morgan, Alex Highsmith, Harrison Bryant. He's a tight end. Jake East, uh, Jacob Eason, Anthony McFarlane. Again, if I'm Dallas, I'm like, is Curtis Weaver going to be there? Well, man, you know what? You know what? Now that it's gone like this, if I'm honest with you, I'm not moving if I'm Dallas. Now that I really think about it, I'm like, there's there's way too many guys now that are probably going to fall to the fourth round that Dallas will like. Dalton Keene, he's a guy, I watched him on the combine, at the combine, I thought that he had as a tight end probably the best performance at the combine, it's interesting, this week the Patriots, they were like, well, you know, well, uh, Bill Belichick was like, well, uh, you know, Ronkowski, you know, uh, he's coming out of retirement, uh, you know, uh, he's not going to play for us, he wants to, he wants to go play for that son of a bitch, Tom Brady! And uh, we got to get a tight end. We don't have a tight end. So, uh, you know, let's go out. Let's go get Dalton King, third round, Patriots. That's what that's what Bill Belichick probably said. He's like, we got to go get somebody. <clears throat> and uh, we'll get Dalton King. Like, he, he I, 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 again, I think he had either one of the best, if not the best combines at his position. I was like, like when I saw him, he tested extremely well. He did everything that he needed, blocking, catching, running. I was like, okay, he's 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 my guy. Devin Asai Asai and Dalton King, two tight ends. But who's going to be there? I really hope Bill Belichick doesn't think that he can win with Jarrett Stidham and Brian Hoyer. He's going to be in for a world of pain and shock. And everybody's going to be like, well, Matt Castle, well, Matt Castle, well, Matt Castle and the 11-5 and five Patriots. Well, let me put it to you like this, man. A broken clock is right twice a day. Just because it happened once does not mean that it will happen consistently. He cannot consistently win in the playoffs, for example, with a Matt Castle. We, not even, we don't even know if he can win consistently with freaking whoever he's got. And if you're going to say, well, he can win with anybody, was Matt Castle either... Better is Matt Castle better than uh, what's his name Stidham or Brian Hoyer or it, or are they better than him? Pittsburgh they will get Alex Highsmith. Um, I don't know where he's from, but they're gonna get him. Now going back to my freaking analogies and stuff like that with all these other players. Now with Dalton Keene and all these other Patriot players and things of that nature that are going to that they're going to get and things of that nature. It's like listen, man. It's not as simple as, well, oh, Bill Belichick, he can get anybody and they can play. It's like, nope, he had the greatest football player of all time. And even when I don't think he did, and he had Matt Castle, I think they still had Randy Moss. Like, I don't know who, and Wes Welker. Like, they, they had players, man. Or, they, I don't know if they did. I don't know. No, point is, they still had guys, right? But when it comes to Bill Belichick and the Patriots, they gave up a lot of players. Players left the team, and they got paid, things of that nature. He doesn't have the same guys going to have a bunch of young players now. It's going to be hard as balls to do what they did last year. Again this year. They lost starters everywhere. I wish I had the, the number, but they lost defensive starters. They lost Tom Brady. And it's like, 
their weakest position. Think about it like this. Don't like now that I think about it, they've had a really, really shoddy draft. They have not addressed the weakest position on their team in a in a draft where there has only been an excess in wide receivers. The Patriots have not drafted a wide receiver. Oh my god. They got two offensive offensive outside not offensive, but outside linebackers, excuse me. Oh my god. Philadelphia, they're on <laughs> Philadelphia's had an awesome draft, haven't they? Let's see who they get. They got a linebacker, Davion. <laughs> Eat that pussy 445 is very, very upset because they got Davion Taylor. Now, here's the thing. Um, it's not over. If you did not get a tra- if you I, and I said this before, I'm like, wide receiver drafts, not the wide receiver draft. This is the wide receiver sweepstakes, ladies and gentlemen. If you are a team with a quarterback, you will love this team. Not team, excuse me. You will love this draft because it has a lot of wide receivers in it. It's exactly why I like what da- what the Dallas Cowboys did. They got the best wide receiver in the draft, CeeDee Lamb. Now, if you don't have a quarterback... Is going to be pain and misery. Jalen Hurts to Philadelphia. A linebacker. Now, it may be a reach to get Antonio Gandy-Golden, but he was there. Um, He'll probably be there in the third round. I would be very, very surprised. If Baltimore really wants to, maybe they don't think Antonio Gandy-Golden is going to fall to them in the fourth round. I don't know if they have a fourth round. I don't know where they are drafting in the fourth round. But why not? Why not double up? You know? He's going to be there. Maybe at 106. It's 104 right now. So the Rams are are drafting right now. But it's like, why not? He's probably going to be there for you. He's still, like, he's he's one of the best 50-50 jump ballers in the league. Not in the league, but in the draft. He has great hands. Like... I don't know. By the way, I feel like I I think when I said um like almost an hour ago that somebody that one team had showed like B roll or something like that. Not B roll, hold on, the the pick is in for the Rams. Hold on. Darrell Burgess. Safety. Terrell, excuse me, Burgess. Where is he from? Utah. He fell hard. Terrell Burgess almost... He he was a second-round draft pick. Almost a fourth-rounder. Now, Terrell Burgess, the Rams, they just um, had Eric Weddle, excuse me, retire. So they needed a safety. And they just got a really, really nice one. That's a really, really nice fit for the Rams at that position. Now, if you are Baltimore at 106... Antonio Gandy Golden is there. Minnesota. If I'm Baltimore, I'm like, we've had a really, really solid draft right now. Let's let's double up, man. Let's get a third rounder. Let's get um, Antonio Gandy Golden at um, in the third round, and let's just let's just freaking be awesome. 
Let's get him. By the way, I love how everybody was like, Jason, J- Jacob Eason is, is a top-tier pick. He's a top-tier guy. Blah, 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 blah. Um, he is exactly where I thought he was going to be. Like a fourth-round draft pick. Third, fourth-round draft pick. Everybody's like, well, Jacob Eason has a big arm. Well, it's like, well, having a big arm isn't necessarily the only thing that makes a quarterback. And as a matter of fact, some of the best quarterbacks in the league don't necessarily have a big, gigantic arm. Like, what I consider, for example... Um, Lamar Jackson has a big arm. No, I don't think so. I think he's more technical than people give him credit for. I think it's, I think it is his actual throwing mechanics that allow him to throw the ball deep and accurate over his ability to just over his natural talent. And that's saying something because he has a lot of natural talent in his legs. I think it's his ability. I think it's, I think it's just his throwing motion and his mechanics. Saints are on the board now. There's some guys that, you know, there's some teams that are going to do some weird shit. So I, I wouldn't be that surprised, you know. We'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> Sean Payton, Mickey Loomis, both Hall of Famers, Hall of Fame GM, Hall of Fame head coach. Uh, Mickey Loomis' son is dancing on national television and got caught dancing. It's like almost 11 o'clock. I don't know how that kid has so much energy. All right. <clears throat> Saints are in. Minnesota traded their um their the 105 pick to 105.3, the fam. 105 pick to uh, uh, New Orleans. Adam Troutman tied in. Dayton. That's a very interesting pick. Baltimore is up next. If I'm Dallas, I may sit pretty. I may just go home with my haul. Trevon Diggs and Neville Gallimore. And obviously, the big boy, C.D. Lamb. Even though, ne- even though Neville Gallimore is a pretty big dude. But Adam Troutman to the Saints. I mean, the Saints, they don't have... Like, they they, they got everybody! It's like, who else do they need? Nobody. They don't got any... They don't need anybody else. It's like, they went up and they got a tight end. They got Jared Cook. It's like, you know, how can we make ourselves better? Oh, we, you know, we don't have that good of a tight end. You know, let's go out... Or not, not... Excuse me. We don't have that many tight ends. We got Jared Cook... You know, we got Michael Thomas, we got Emmanuel Sanders, we got a, a freaking Kamara. It's like, you know what, what, how else can we make ourselves better? Let's just get Troutman. He's probably, he's probably the third or the fourth best tight end, so he's, and the tight end draft, the, the tight end class, excuse me, this draft is not very good. So, yeah, he's a second, third rounder. But it's like, you like him. They fucking got Zach Bond. I completely forgot about that. In the third round. They didn't have a second round draft pick. They've had a really, really solid draft, the Saints have. I was like, I was kind of okay on Luke, on, on, on Cesar Ruiz. But um, I was like, man, they got Troutman and they got Bond too. Man, some teams are fleecing and finessing other teams. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you something, man. They're, 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 you know what? There is a hood term. It is called ganking people. Uh, Saints are ganking people out here, man. 
Adam Troutman. Round three, 105. Last pick of the draft. You got one wide receiver. Why not? Why not make it two? Why not? Helping out that offense, your defense, you helped out a lot. You gave up a fifth rounder, right? I don't know in this year's draft, but you're not going to have a fifth rounder. You, I, I think you still have a fourth rounder. Last pick of the draft, not of the draft, but of the um, of the round at 106. Let's see what happens. I think they should go for AGG here. Antonio Gandy-Golden. They got a slot guy. They got Hollywood, who's a number two. AGG could potentially be that big X receiver. An absolute mismatch of an, uh, of a, an absolute nightmare of a mismatch. And on top of that, he could also you could also get... You could move Hollywood and make him your number one. AGG could be your guy on the inside. And Devin DuVernay could be another outside receiver because he's a burner as well. You could really start taking the top off of, of defenses with those three guys as well. I feel like at some point they should get AGG or Deontay Hightower from Boise. By the way, Curtis Weaver still on the board for um for for the uh, for the draft. Roger Goodell is eating a fuck ton of M and M's. Let's see it. They didn't get him. Who do they get? They got an offensive tackle, Tyree Phillips, out of Mississippi State. Now, again, Antonio Gandy-Golden, he's going to be there in the fourth round. And, you know, he was projected, I think, a fourth, fifth, maybe even a sixth-round draft pick. So it's not that big of a surprise, and it's not that big of a stretch that, um, that, that he would go that far. However... And by that far, I mean he would fall that far. However, he will be there in the fourth round. I think he would and will get drafted in the fourth round um, tomorrow. Let's see if that's it. But man, the Baltimore Ravens, they got a tackle. I think because one of their one of their tackles just got um just just retired this offseason. I think his name is Yananda. That's his last name. Um so he retired. They got four first round, four fourth round draft picks: Malik Harrison, Tyree Phillips, Devin Duvernay, Justin Matabuki, DK, J.K. Dobbins, and Patrick Queen. Baltimore has probably had the best draft, besides maybe Dallas. That's a great job by Baltimore, man. Wow! 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 Let me tell you something, man. Tomorrow. In fact, tonight I'm going to look up how to cook, how to cook freaking, I think I was looking up um, on Noel Miller's channel, like him and his girlfriend, or I think it's his wife, they were cooking like chicken Alfredo, and she was like, and I was watching, I was watching her like make the pasta, and then drain the pasta, and then she like cooked the, um, the, the sauce on like a stove or in a pan or something like that. I don't know how to cook pasta. I'm black. We don't cook pasta. Which sucks because pasta is so freaking good. It's so easy to cook. We cook literally everything else besides pasta. Don't ask black people to cook pasta. We don't. It's not a part of our culture. But it's like I'm going to learn how to tomorrow. And we will also. We'll also, we'll also finish off the draft. Which has been. 
fantastic in the last couple of days. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on. Sorry about that. Um, this has been 24's podcast. I'm very, very tired. Uh, but this has been 24's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. If you like this podcast, you can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Pretty much wherever you can find podcasts, you can find 24's podcast. Tomorrow, I'm tired, but I will finish off tomorrow the NFL Draft. Ladies and gentlemen, until then, I hope you have a fantastic day, and I'll see you next time.